everybody. Welcome to episode 200 of Frame Trap. I am your host, Brad Ellis. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Michael Damiani. Yo, yo, yo. 200, baby. 200. And Michael Huber. Should have spiked this with some vodka to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Go to party. And we got Don hanging out in the booth for a little bit. Say hi, Don. Hello, everybody. Yes. Take some shots out of that uh, cap, Huber. <laughs> yeah, a little. Don must be feeling really good, right? After seeing the Cowboys get beat up yesterday by Buffalo, how'd that feel, Don? <laughs> it was nice to see them uh, lose. Where was it? Well, they didn't win. I was going to say it was nice to see them just lose on you know without the refs. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice see, it was nice to see the refs Don. not give them another win. Put them in that way. Chad, if you're <laughs> if you follow. Don in football at all, like, he... I, I've never heard anyone talk more shit on officiating <laughs> than Don Casanova, and I'm here for it. Because he brings up some damn good points with, with some evidence, too. You know, you, he has receipts. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's not yeah. It's not slander. It's not libel yeah. if it's the truth. He's, <laughs> That's why I'm bulletproof. Check on your eyes, Blue. <laughs> oh, my God, Don. Yeah. Uh, just in case you Sorry. didn't know... Oh, wait, do you have more to say, Don, maybe? Go ahead. Oh, no, I just say, Don, you know, just I want to hear all the complaints uh, when you we play the Niners again in the NFC Championship game. Oh, I just, man. I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait to hear the, the excuses then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be ready. <laughs> uh, this is episode 200. In case you didn't know, this is the final episode of Frame Trap, so we're going to make it a good one. I know a lot of you out there wanted Ben Ward to show up, but he could not make it, unfortunately. <clears throat> but he is doing well. Just want to let you all know, Ben's yeah. doing great. Hell yeah. But we're going to move on with the show. We got a great show. First of all, it is the holiday season, boys. <clears throat> it's been a good time. I've been watching some Christmas specials. Nice. I watched The Peanuts, of nice. course, my number one. Hell yeah. And I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Hell yeah. You going to watch Frosty? Well, you kind of scarred me on Frosty first. <laughs> Huber, why don't you tell him your Frosty story? What? Your 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 damage with Frosty. Oh yeah, I mean just just like I weep when I watch that as a kid. It traumatized me my whole life. I still feel the pain of Frosty because there's multiple Frosties. There's like the original one, and then there's the other one where it's like the summertime. Yeah, and Frosty needs to survive like in the summer. And they're doing their best to keep, like, frosty cold and alive. <laughs> it's, like, so dark, so sad. And, uh, you know, they're like, we all have some, like, traumas that stay with us our whole life. And yeah. for me, Frosty the Snowman is one of those traumas. Damn, dude. Because yeah. he just melts. Yeah, it it's is a sad. sad. Man. It is sad. So is the power, is his spirit part of the hat? Yeah, it's the hat. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, as yeah. long as the hat's okay, yeah. you yeah. can, like, resummon yeah. him? Yeah. It's just on like cooldown, probably. Yeah, okay, yearly cooldown. Yeah. It's got to be cold enough. Yeah. Uh, have you guys watched anything for the holiday season? I know Dominic likes his Home Alone movies, mm-hmm. and he watches a lot of movies. Don, yeah. have you seen anything? Let's see. Uh, I watched. Uh, I've already watched Elf. Um, I oh. watched. Uh, Hold uh, on, Christmas Real Vacation. Quick. How does what? Elf hold up? Yeah. I've never seen it and thought it was okay, it's, but I know people up. love it now. It's. Like it's still enjoyable. Um, okay. I think you see some more of like the the timelessness. There there are 
definitely some it 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 definitely feels a little bit more evergreen um sorry the evergreen parts hold up more than maybe the stuff that was a little bit funnier when it came out um but it's yeah it's weird because when it first came out i remember it seeing seeming so new compared to like classic films and now what's like almost 15 years later since it came out or almost 20 years (laughs) now and it's like oh yeah this even like looks a little bit dated now like visually i'm like huh yeah like all right um it's it has that really good opening because you mentioned you watched like you know like frosty and like the old classics Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the beginning does that type of animation when he's in the North Pole. They do right. that old school style, which is kind of nice to see that. that so they, cool. they have like that going on. Um, yeah, it's like not laugh out loud funny or anything like that. Whereas Christmas Vacation, obviously, yeah, classic. to me is like, line, yeah, like just, just seeing like Clark like descend into madness over like the two weeks or whatever. And like all like kiss the, my the, ass, the, kiss like, his like, ass, kiss your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, there, it, clearly, there, there's some things of it that, like, you know, it, it, when it came out, it came out like the end of the '80s, so there are definitely some dated things in there. Um, sure. But like at its core, I think everyone can relate to like, oh, having so much family over and trying to like have a perfect Christmas because like that's like. His thing at the end is despite everything, like the last shot is just like on him saying, I did it. And he's like so happy. And it's like, there you go. That's like all he wanted was like, mm-hmm. you know, well, my Christmas to bonus, Tommyani. Dude, the Christmas bonus thing was like hilarious <laughs> because like I was actually Christmas thinking about was like, wait a second. Bonus. This is like what, 1989? Then the boss is like, whatever you got last year, add 20%. I'm like, is that actually a lot of money back? Like, I was like, yes, like, how much is that? Like, I was like, I don't know. Because he like faints to it. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. Sure, there must be a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those two classics. You mentioned Home Alone, obviously, but I watched a uh, a little bit of Home Alone one uh, with my nephews because Home Alone is like one of their favorite series. They actually nice. like all six of them. There are oh, six wait, there's of them. six yes. now. Um, oh yeah, the newest yeah, one though six. was like solid, right? I, I, I don't yeah. know what the newest oh. one was. I thought the new one was like refreshing. Yeah. Surprising. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still need to watch that. It's very surprising. I would recommend it for sure. I yeah. wasn't expecting it at all. Okay. And the, uh, who is it, uh, Buck or whatever, it plays a co- like an adult cop in this one, which is interesting. Whoa. So oh, yeah. He suddenly pops back into the franchise. Yeah. That's wild. Dude. Continu- Home Alone okay. continuity. <laughs> it's very entertaining, well, though. It was good. I was surprised. I didn't think they could I didn't like do. whatever the one was. Was it four or five? I, I don't think I saw the most recent one, but one of the near the most a newer one, it brought Harry back. And Harry oh. had like a girlfriend. He wasn't working with Marv anymore. It was a completely different actor. And they brought Kevin back. And Wait, it was, was a like different actor in, for Harry? Did different actors for all of them. Kevin's dad got divorced and was like dating some like new no. woman. Oh, so the like, family's hey, torn apart. Weird. That's weird. And like, yeah, and the whole plot is like, <sighs> Harry's trying to like, do a heist in the house while there's like a big party going on. No. So it's like, and it's super low budget. Like it's, it's like fan oh, fiction. I was like, Oh geez. dear. That just depressed fan me. Fiction. Yeah, it is. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. It's not. And, and Kevin looks younger than he did in either of the first two films, which is hilarious. I'm like, wait, it's like the Simpsons. older. Yeah. Now he's younger. Yeah. 
It's, That's weird. Maybe one day they'll it's, retcon it and then like have a sequel to two with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> He's like older, older, like they did with Halloween. James yeah. Cameron's Home Alone three. <laughs> oh shit! Don, have you watched anything? Oh yeah, I've already started it off right after Thanksgiving. I watched uh, yeah Christmas Vacation, of course, mm-hmm. which is like all the way up there. Although I got to say, Christmas Vacation, absolute top. It has to be number one. But it, I do think it's like. Uh, from the point when, you know, spoilers, the kidnappings type stuff at the very end. Like, Dude, I don't like the resolution, yeah. basically. The, <laughs> the, the, the very third act kind of bums me out of that movie every time. Like, there's no great payoff, but it almost doesn't matter because yeah. everything leading up to the payoffs, like, so just Dude, when they, like, perfect. swarm into the house, though, it's, it's pretty It's like insane. a classic 80s. Like, that happened in every single, like, whenever late 80s, early 90s comedy yeah. where, like, suddenly they had to have, like, bring in, like, a platoon of police or something. Any, any comedy that had a budget, like, somehow to bring in, like, a legion of police in the third act. And yeah. So kind of... It is funny, but uh, yeah, so that, and then, uh, you know what's one that I like? <laughs> it's mm. like, I don't even laugh that much or anything, but I just remember my dad really liked it, so I still always watch it, uh, is uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's a real oh, old one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that one, which is, uh, that one's always good, I think, I, and then. You uh, just reminded uh, me, Don, I just, I grabbed a ton of like bookmarked a ton a ton of christmas videos is like forgot to watch this year already so i haven't oh, nice. watched jing, jing, jingle all the way i haven't Hell watched yeah, that dude. one I, haven't, Turbo I need man. to watch that i have to watch that i have to watch scrooge scrooge is a big one and i like somehow just mm. it slipped through the cracks i like this okay. year and i haven't Wait, seen have it yet you, and i was like no oh, yeah, okay, but, i gotta rewatch scrooged hell yeah damn uh, I need to watch The Grinch, dude. I gotta watch Krampus. The oh, The Grinch, yeah. And you know that Universal, like the new Krampus. animated one? Every time I see that one, I like it more. I don't know. I think they did a nice job. You didn't like it, Tom? My, you like well, that one? my nephews one? constantly ask me to put on the Grinch music it's video from that. so good. The, the Grinch uh, song. Yeah, So I think they want to okay, like, listen to it all the time. <laughs> so, Don, yeah, it, it's become annoying for Damiani. I understand that. Well, just the song. It's like, all right, the yeah. 30th time. It's cool. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> yeah. And like I think I'm on cooldown still from the Christmas story or mm. whatever. It's like because they play oh. that like 24 hours, I and I've seen it one. so <laughs> many times. <laughs> I feel I like that one it's a great movie. I'm just I, like you know, take yeah. A break. I feel like that went on cooldown like 15 years ago for me. Yeah, least. yeah. They, they really like really pushed that one. Yeah. But dude, I'm hyped after Christmas because I ro- I watch Rudolph's Shiny New Year, and this is the one I was telling you about, Hebrew, where Rudolph gets an RPG party. Yeah, that is insane. It's what? insane. You guys need to watch this. I just saw it's all on Daily Motion, the entire movie. It's 50 minutes. Hell yeah! You can watch it there for free. That's clutch. We're coming up soon, though, on my most beloved uh, holiday trip movie watching tradition. Oh. Okay, what's, that's oh, when I that? tried. I always try to do it in one day if I can. Lately, the last couple of years is not always feasible just because of lifestyle. But my rewatching of the three Hobbit films in 3D oh, is one of my most 3D. beloved Christmas traditions. Oh, Hell yeah! Wow, Don, that's cozy. I you go extended for those. Uh, well, the extendeds aren't in 3D, so uh, I just, yeah, I watched uh, the regulars. Uh, well, the third one extended's like too long. <laughs> it's too long. Rated R. <laughs> Rated R, though, but just too long. Yeah, I love watching, rewatching those. Just so many good mo- memories of, because they always were December releases. I just have, like, oh, such yeah. fun yeah, they were. family memories being in the theater. Like, that was one of the only times, I, it was for the first one, uh, 
that I saw a movie like with my grandma in the theater oh, <laughs> dude. and my uncle and stuff. I have like family that Hell I yeah. never saw another movie in my whole life and I saw it Hobbit with them somehow just because of the That's holiday. That's sick, dude. I will die on the desolation of Smog Hill being as good as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I will die on that hill. 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's Obsessed. Actually, <laughs> yep. Obsessed with it. So, mm, I obsessed will with it. Parts of that it's movie, obviously I not will... as good as those three, but it's right there. It's right uh, there. Okay. Yep. I, I enjoy Your the movie. opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think this is good, but I enjoy... I think the smog stuff is God tier. So like, good. the best. But, uh... Some of it, yeah, it's a little <sighs> rough for me, but I think it's a, a definitely a really fun watch. Not... Yeah, one. that's that last movie. That's the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've said before the getting the extended editions of the original trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, was like yeah, a yeah. big thing for Christmas. Oh but, yeah, uh, I did watch a new Christmas film this year because it just came out Ooh. this year. Gave it a try. That Candy Cane Lane on Amazon Candy with Cane Eddie, Lane, Murphy. Dude, Eddie Murphy. Oh, oh I never heard of that. It was. was it, it was cool? like okay. It's cool. like it was okay. I mean. It was like maybe it needs like another ten years to feel like you know a little bit more like classic because mm-hmm. uh, it feels so like new like everything about it feels new so I'm like hmm you know it's like I don't know there's like I feel like there's a, a you know a, what's the opposite of a recency bias uh, I mean I guess it is a bias but not a good one it's like a you know right. bad recency bias so like you you favor nostalgia um, yeah though some like again not all of them hold up uh, I don't think I ever saw it before but four Christmases that wasn't good. That was four Christmases. Eh. Oh, I like that yeah. one. You didn't like it. <laughs> uh, I didn't really like it too much. Did you watch the holiday? Too... Uh, you watch the holiday. I... Which what one do you like about one? Got <laughs> Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black. Okay, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Highly recommend. The only other ones are like Deck the Halls with a uh, um, Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito, where they're mm. competing. It's okay, and like Christmas with the Cranks was like I haven't seen that one in a while, oh, but I, I remember it being that. like, oh, I think my whatever. parents that one. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was like oh, for oh, oh, maybe oh. like o- or older for, generation. Yeah, it's but, for boomers. Okay, one second. There's one that never comes up anymore. I don't know if it's just like it's just it's like just too bad. You shouldn't watch it anymore. I, I haven't even rewatched it probably like 15 years. Bad Santa. Is that bad like, Santa, dude? Love bad Santa. Bad Santa. Love that. <laughs> I saw it one time years and yeah. Years ago. I don't remember ever seeing it again. I think I never saw it. Yeah, time. I don't remember anything from that movie. Hardcore. He's just like an <laughs> asshole to everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton being yeah. an asshole and he gets oh, stuck yeah, with gonna... a kid and like <laughs> It's good. But I don't know. Good pick, yeah. When are you gonna watch uh, Die Hard, dude? That is uh I do that with uh, since I'm here by my family, I'm gonna watch it with my like dad this coming weekend. Dude, because uh, nice. the whole Such family be movie. over. Hell so yeah. we're gonna try and watch it. And yeah. I have it I, I have it on physical in case like nice. it's not nice, on any dude. of the services, so I'll bring that over. Also, eight bit Christmas was theater. not good. What last, was it last year or two years ago? Eight I didn't like eight bit Christmas. I, we, we did this that? already. It's the Nintendo, like it's a like mm-hmm. flashback to like getting trying to get an NES or something. Or a kid oh, got an NES and it. I didn't. It was like Neil Patrick yeah. Harris made it, so I, I had high hopes for it, but I did not like. Love it. MPH. I felt it was like a little too like trying to pander too much to haha NES haha Nintendo like. Sometimes I like, want to be pandered. Didn't too. land. Mm. But it didn't feel like inner like funny or enjoyable. Yeah. It just felt like. Someone was just saying this stuff because they read it off like Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, Damn. 
fanfics. Like, like soul. It didn't have soul. It, it, it felt like it was like put together. It felt uh, like a product. <laughs> yes. It felt like a product. Like shareholders <laughs> got involved. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Huber, Huber saw Die Hard in theaters. That's theaters, awesome. dude. I'm of that. That yeah, was sick, sick as hell. Incredible. Uh, wow. In I the got, theater. I got to shout out another Christmas adjacent sort of one yeah. of my favorites. Batman Return. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh, yes. I think that's course. a great Christmas setting. Hell oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like is. Ba- Christmas is a backdrop. Yeah. Shell Pfeiffer, uh, dude. Quickly, Christmas games too. Shenmue. Shenmue. Great Christmas game. You gotta wait. You can't beat it too quickly. Yeah, you gotta. Take you gotta wait. Time. You gotta drag your feet mm-hmm. to let yeah. Christmas come around. Don't worry, Shenmue wants you to drag your feet. Yeah, because then it's like snowing and shit. Yeah. There's like decorations yeah. everywhere. Little Santas like walking down the streets. Insane. Yeah. So twenty jolly. plus year old video game. Twenty plus. Insane. So jolly. One of my uh, you ridiculous. Know I jumped on as a Christmas. I was trying to. I was like, I'm in a Christmas vibes right now. I gotta pull something out of the library to play this. And I couldn't think of anything. And you know what? I fired up for the Christmas vibes. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh. Because that game has like snow. Okay. Nonstop, really, really good snow effects. Yeah. You like basically the entire thing. So yeah, just the snow. Alone. Don, I gotta like go holiday setting. You know? I gotta Winter go back feelings. to that trilogy, man. I hundred percent at all three of those games, and it was diminishing returns for me. I liked one more than two. I liked two more than three. I am so I high go on part two. Remember, Rise of Tomb Raider, I, know. I think, is so good. And like I the just, third one, I could never finish. Yeah. I tried about yeah. three times, and I kept falling That's off. That's so funny. I even played the like complete edition of three with like 10 extra DLC tombs, did all oh, of them. I love the oh, tombs. wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so the, in the minority on that game. I like yeah. that game more than everyone else. But I hated two. I remember hating I two. I love so the first The first one I'm is like sick. I mean, of course, the first one's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Second one, though. I love the second one. How I gotta go back. Maybe I gotta go back. Is, isn't there like a survival mode on it? Like crank Maybe. up the difficulty? Maybe. Something? Uh, Dawn, do you know uh-huh. what I played last night in my bed with my tree lit? Tell me. I played the Magical Quest starring Mickey Hell Mouse yeah. Hell in yes. one sitting. Oh, played on my analog vibes. pocket, dude. It was a analog delight. Pocket. That is cozy vibes. It was like, <laughs> took me like an hour and a half to beat. It was Damn. so cozy, dude. Damn. Yeah. Felt so good. I feel like that. a kid again. Big time. All right. Since this is the last episode of Frame Trap, I asked a bunch of the listeners to send in some of their favorite Frame Trap memories. Jolly. This first one is from that's Faraz. You. What? That's oh, that's you. you. Yeah, that's you. All you listening, that's you. <laughs> Two moments I'll never forget. The first episode where Hot Take became Hotake. It's just just one of those moments where a classic segment was created. Uh, yeah, I remember shooting that at Hotake Ben and I think Damiani's apartment at scared the time. Scared the shit out of me so many or times. Your old apartment, Damiani, when Ben lived there. Scared the absolute crap out of me. Yeah, Hotakes are so extreme. Good lord. Yeah, always startling everyone. Jump scare. Because you would like slam the desk. Yeah, too. yeah. Hotake. Yeah, yeah. you get <laughs> fucking nuts. Uh, and the other one was he- Huber's revelation of diaper usage for cleaning DVDs. <laughs> I still laugh every time I see that clip. The reactions of everyone else, classic <laughs> oh. Easy A moment. That was a classic moment. Because I think we were all just confused by what you meant as a yeah. diaper. Like, I remember you thought it was like the Huggies. Yeah, like, like... an actual baby diaper. Yeah. But it's like an actual it's like diaper. A cloth. It's like a cloth diaper. Yeah. So like a reusable, di- you know, ones you could like wash. Uh, but I mean, they just, they're top tier cleaning materials, <laughs> dude. That's a, that's a mom 
life hack there. Yeah. That's a mom tip. That's a mom tip. Straight from the mother. Never forget Huber screaming, you don't wear the diaper. <laughs> 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 so funny. Uh, this is from Kristen G. Rosario. <laughs> there are so many amazing moments that I will just go with two of them. One of them will always be getting Maximilian Dude on. <laughs> Seeing some of my favorite content creators get together and talk video games is absolutely amazing. I was not on that episode. I don't know if any of us were, but I think they were talking about Mortal Kombat on that episode, I want to say. Sick. Either X or Eleven. One of those two. And the other has to be beginning of Frame Trap E3 specials involving the power of ramen. That is a good moment. Iconic. The noodles and broth segments were always insane. E3 Frame Traps. Dude. So tired every Unhinged time. energy. Yeah, so unhinged, so tired. Next level. Sugoi. He would, Sugoi. He would always say that. Drink the broth. <laughs> Sugoi. <laughs> uh, they also said, Kristen also said, very nice. I'll miss you so much, Brad. You f- folks' dedication to your craft will most certainly never be forgotten. Thank you, Kristen. P.S. You'll be happy to know that I also started watching One Piece back in late September and as of writing, have have surpassed one thousand episodes. How is that possible? I don't know how that's possible. Do you just like put it on in the background? I don't know because you know, I, that's the thing too. That's the thing too. Everyone's like, just just watch it. Watch I guess it. if you do the dub, yeah, you could like do that. how? But I'm not doing the. Dub. When I watch shit, I sit there and I'm not on my phone and I'm yeah, watching straight ahead focused. How would you do a thousand yeah, episodes? Yeah, how do you do a thousand episodes? I don't know. You let us know. Maybe you watch it on uh, one point seven five speed. Dude, there? some people do that, man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I never want to get to that point because I feel like, why am I even doing this, this if I get to that point? Oh my god. Sorry, the remake's coming. The remake's coming, yeah. So all the people floor. out there, Damian, you better watch it. Yeah. I'm coming for everybody. Yeah. I'm going to nag everyone. A dude. lot easier task. Yeah, it's going to look nice, dude. It's the studio that did um, Attack on Titan. Hell yeah. And Spy Family. So it'll be good. Probably. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Uh, this is from Chris Orr. Not oh, sure if this counts Wars. as a frame trap moment. <laughs> <laughs> But I was delighted to bump into Ben at my first ever TGS business day in 2016. Nice. I hope to do the same the same with you someday, Brad, in your new role as Global From Software PR Master. <laughs> Please tell me I guess your new job correctly. No, but that would be a sick-ass job. That would be sick. I don't speak Japanese, though, so it would probably never happen. Uh, this is from Alexander Zirinov. Some of my favorite moments. I love how without... I love how Brad, without changing what this show is all about, quickly made it his own. And the best illustration of how he dealt with frame trap demons. Oh, yeah. So he sent a clip and Blood asked me on the podcast about it or something. And I just said I sent them back to hell with like holy water or something. Send them back you to were hell. into it. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Send them back to hell, dude. Yeah, I was like, I sent them back. Because there used to be frame trap demons, but I cleansed yeah. this. This, those foul Yo, demons. The like stake in the heart with dumping holy water. Yeah. <laughs> the They're not coming back, dude. Yeah. Maybe in a hundred years when Dracula resurrects. <laughs> and this is from Zach Wojnar. My least favorite frame trap memory is the time Ben Moore screamed, pull my devil trigger doing a noodles and bra segment. I was on the train wearing headphones and it was deeply upsetting due to the screeching volume. <laughs> That one moment was bad. Everything else about Frame Trap, well, to quote an underrated Ringo Starr solo tune, the worst it ever was, was wonderful. Sick. Nice. Thanks for those memories, dude. We Hell had a yeah. great time with Frame Trap. It's been a long time, almost 
almost eight years, dude. Damn. Good lord, that is a hell of a run. Yeah, hell of a run. Yeah, yeah, man. Do you guys have any favorite Pirate Trap memories? It's all blurring together for me now. E three for sure. E threes are always great. Yeah. Goat broths. E three always the goat. Always. The energy, yeah, is next level. Uh, having Ben Star on last episode is really nice. Getting him in person—that's sick. I really appreciated that. Hell yeah. Uh, what about you, Dominic? You got anything off the top of your head? I mean, yeah, the Ethereum one's always special because I mean, everything you said, how like Ben went all out to complete like the, like the crafting the ramen theme. Yeah, like like all the different <laughs> ingredients and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he really like committed to that bit. So he sure. I, did. I, I like for me, I was a little like like that was like you know goofy, but like clearly like it worked, and you know he had a good time doing it. So mm-hmm. uh, and, and people clearly looked forward to it. So it was you know something that was pretty you know unique That's and i think that was the thing is that yeah having a another podcast when we first announced frame trap like having a, a second podcast alongside the main podcast obviously like talking about games but like what else would it be that would set it apart and i think yeah you know it did a lot to set itself apart they were very two distinct things so and yeah you, you continued that uh during the uh, the transition so mm-hmm. yeah uh it, it, it I, I, yeah, I feel bad. I never got to be on the one with like Max, although like I'm pretty sure I was the one who helped get Max on that episode of Doctor. Yeah, Mortal it was Kombat. definitely. And I think you. I helped, uh, and I wasn't on it, but I know, I'm pretty sure I got uh, him hooked up with Ash Paulson as well yep. on an episode where they were talking about I think some like retro game stuff. Uh, yeah, like I think I was on stuff. that one. Were you on it yeah, with just, him? Yeah, I think so. Just so you know, every yeah. time Max has like been on anything of ours, pretty much, it's been because mostly of Damiani holding it down. Damiani's got that. Yeah, my, my my former roommate uh, was like one of his good friends, and then like yeah. I I've been friends with Max. Like I met him like two thousand eight, seven, wow, six. 2000 Long sometime time. between 2005 and 2007 was the first time I met him um and then yeah I hung out with him through a mutual group of friends and like I I remember being uh at his uh, like an old 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 apartment when he first started shooting that series assist me um like yeah like i thought they were like insane i was like this is cool like well like dude yeah, like, this would be <laughs> sick and stuff but like i like i don't think anyone had any idea it was gonna like, as big as it no. was and i was like no holy way, crap yeah. like that is insane yeah. and then, like to see him be a part of you know like even more recently like getting to like be on stage at the launch event for 16 like showing off right. like uh the combat combat yeah that was like yeah. with the combat director was pretty sick yeah yeah that was sick uh, Don, you're always kind of in the shadows of Frame Trap. I don't know if you've ever been on the panel. If you have, it's been like once. But my favorite yeah. memory, Don, is a recent one, okay. and it was you passionately defending City Skylines 2. Hell yeah. It was so sick, Don. <laughs> I loved it. Nice. It got me hyped up, dude. You still playing? City Skylines? City Skylines, I have firmly in my back pocket, Huber, because Avatar has taken over my life. I'm living <laughs> as oh, yeah. a Navi. I'm living as a Navi. That's Fuck the truth. Yeah. The ch- home tree, dude, is sick. I'm obsessed with this game. Nice. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it a lot, Brad. It's oh, yeah. Have you played more of it recently? I know you've been more, busy. Yeah. A little okay. more. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys like it a lot. I just want to connect to the characters more, Dom. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, uh, that's all. Sick game, though. 
Inf- yeah, I think it's gotten better. Like it comes, it comes in hard, yeah. like heavy-handed with the characters. But then once you're in the game, it's like not as uh, maybe you can grating, just tune it out maybe, more. Irritating, yeah. yeah, maybe easier to deal with. I don't know. Cool. You rocking the bow or the the, the bow mostly? Oh yes. Yeah, the yeah. bow. I've there. got a couple of. I have a shotgun. I have a few guns now. I've like, cool. uh, but um, I almost always use the bow. It's too yeah. much fun. Too the satisfying. Yeah. yeah, stealth kills. And Absolutely. Na- now that I'm airborne, holy smokes! Can Hell you get yeah. a mech? Uh, I don't know. That'd be sick. So. I don't know. Because it's usually just human size, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But that'd be yeah. cool. Too big for that thing. Now they need to do a DLC where you play as the humans fighting the Navi. Just which would shoot be cool. Navi down, dude. dude that'd be so suit? intense. Yeah. That'd be sick. Cameron, dude, raw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know where this game goes because whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in this game, that who knows, they might have you play as dude, a human. I mean, fucking... I wouldn't be surprised because they've done a couple of things already that were kind of like, oh, I didn't expect yeah. this kind of thing. It's so. like uh, no Russian. It's just called no Navi or something, dude. It'd be so <laughs> insane. Just Dark them down. headlines, dude. That would be nuts. Headlines. Yeah. Some World of Warcraft dude, like, burning the tree. <laughs> Dark. Dude, fuck <laughs> that tree. Burn that shit. Yeah. I clapped. You can burn it. I don't care. Yep. Take that, Night Elves. Yeah, Night Elf scum. Yeah, I don't care if your tree burns. Seriously. Coming for, uh... Just grow a new one, you babies. Yeah. What's their capital? Uh, Teldrassil? Yeah. Yeah. Coming for that next. I think that got... Oh, I don't know if it got burned, actually. I don't know. I haven't played Alliance on Modern Side in so long. Uh, Damiani is AFK, I believe. He's yeah. just gone. He, 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 he's out. He'll be back. Hopefully he'll be he's back. He's out enough, dude. Yeah. We were talking about Avatar and he bounced. Yeah, he's he's tired of it. <laughs> is he still in our chat, Don? So tired of no, it. No, he got disconnected completely. So we'll okay, see well, we're just going to... He's probably having some internet trouble. We're going to, you know, we're going to do the classic fill that dead air right now and yeah. wait for Damiani to come back. Yeah. Don, want, tell me... talk about Avatar? <laughs> yeah, talk to me more about Avatar, dude. What's oh, yeah. been going on? You said you got your flying mount finally. Yeah, well, first, let me tell you a little bit about, I think, what's so special about this game for me, I think, is like, look... The Avatar <laughs> films, right. they created this, like, beautiful world, and there's this epic, they're set against this epic backstory, this huge story that's so grand that that was actually kind of one of my criticisms of especially the second one was, like, we almost don't get a glimpse of any of that at all, you mm. know, of, like, that background, the war, the invasion of Pandora, Dude, that's, the, that's more the to come colonization, on that. Yeah. all that I already stuff. know a spoiler more for Avatar 4 and 5, Don. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, James Cameron already said. He well, listen, yeah. though, Huber, I may have to wait another decade or two yeah. before 4 comes out. So in the meantime, we've got this Frontiers game, and what it does is, like, if the two movies are just, like, these kind of isolated pillars where, like, they have the char- they focus on the characters and they're just, like, this very limited section of the story you can experience, the game provides, like, this connective tent uh, connected to them and all around it. So all that background, all that world is suddenly accessible to the Just like Awa, dude. Player. It's all connected, bro. <laughs> and so it's, like... Deeply satisfying, and it gets you entrenched in the lore. It gets you like completely entrenched in the in the world in such a deeper level than I had been by just seeing the movies, you know. Yeah. And uh, 
So that's one of the things that I'm really loving about it is being able to now access that access that huge like creative portion of the story that is just you kind of had to imagine before you had to imagine what are all these Navi clans that are doing you know what is that even what is this society this lifestyle of like living on Pandora mm-hmm. what is that actually like because you do get glimpses of it especially in the first and this and that it's like yeah. scenes mm-hmm. but this is expanded to the point that like you can live it. You can actually live it. You can be up on these cliff tops. You can be like, okay, so I got to call out though, the explorer mode. uh, This is a must, I would say. Like Mm. number one thing of like, play this game in explorer mode and just don't even have the goal of beating the game. Don't even think about beating the game. Say, I'm just going in here to enjoy being in Pandora and to live in as a Na'vi and help them now fight against this evil that's taking over the planet, right? And so like, uh, I don't know. The explorer mode has been a huge thing. It was a curve to deal with. It was a frustration curve, I would call it. Not a learning curve, but a frustration curve that I had to get past of like... You just got to be a little more patient with it, for yes, sure. Yes, you have to be 100% patient. You mm. have to, you can't be like singularly focused on mm-hmm. missions. and yeah. this, You have to be willing to diverge and be like distracted and go off in other paths when sometimes you just can't quite mm-hmm. figure out the way to do something. But then the satisfaction that ends up coming, like just grows and grows uh, you get to this confident place where you just you you trust and know okay i am going to figure out where that is i am going to figure out how to do this all that stuff and once you start believing that it just engrosses you know it, it immerses you that much deeper i find yeah mm. at least that's what it's done for me so far so i feel like they've done a really nice job with the explorer mode yeah. you know less uh icons and leaders and everything don yeah. this game is seriously a gift yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it is like to get a triple A high budget quality tie-in to a universe that we love so much yes. is like a rare thing nowadays. Absolutely. It just doesn't happen. Like it used to like the early two thousands, it was like there were so many movie tie-ins, whether it was like direct adaptations or like weird little spin-offs, and that that went away. So I got, love it was that. A, an avatar game on three sixty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. James Cameron's Avatar the Game. And okay. I guess that's why this is one of the reasons That one's why. filler, though. Confirmed filler. This is confirmed canon. Oh, and I love the canon of it. Yep. And they make so clear, <laughs> yep. like, where this is, like, mm-hmm. in time to be juxtaposed against the movie. And it's such a satisfying place because everything you, like... They just reference in especially the second one. You're like, okay, but now I'm there. Now this is that. Now this is this area. It's yeah. not just something, you know, off in the background detail. Uh, yeah. But it exceeded my expectations for that reason. He was like, I thought it was going to be, once I started saw the first trailer for it, I was like, it's going to be a somewhat segmented Pandora. You know, it's not going to be like a yeah. true open world. Like this is going to be like, you're going to have l- almost linear kind of sections. You're going to be forced to kind of be involved in. And it's just so far from that in every way. I've been like... The world's mm-hmm. crazy. Very pleasantly surprised yeah. with it. Enjoying it so much. And it's like, I don't know. You've got a... Uh, you've got a... Uh, like the stakes are great, I think. The stakes are really high. Because once you're living in this mindset, once you are like, okay, I'm Navi, I'm here. I'm like, a pre- I'm living in nature. I'm living I'm in a... I'm so glad you I'm said that. I'm living a totally different reality than I'm able to live in my real life, first of all, which is what's <laughs> one of the <laughs> appealing things about Pandora yeah. and the Avatar films. But then to actually be able to interact in your way there, so satisfying. I, but then the stakes, then you yeah. see the damage being done. You see, you know... I you, think that's the biggest thing with the movies, dude, yeah. is the biggest shock like whatever you can like avatar or not Mm -hmm. i i I get surprised when people don't but also i get surprised because the stakes in those movies are so 
freaking high yeah. for a bit like hundreds of millions of dollar blockbuster like blockbuster movies are the safest fucking movies possible you know exactly what you're gonna get so cookie cutter safe avatar is high stakes there's real danger and like real cost to people's actions in those movies yes and just emotionally too it's like yes. it gets you in your heart you feel it you feel like personally yes. committed to stuff when the, you know what i'm saying so it's like so fun to play mm-hmm. out that kind of not only that it's like vibes okay the the game gets so many of cameron the master at sci-fi vibes master. huber i'm talking master. about aliens i'm talking yeah. about when they're landing on the planet the, the rain the industrial complex that he doesn't miss it's just like those certain scenes he pulls off. It's some of the greatest most m- moments in sci-fi. And Avatar the G- Frontiers is continually creating these kind of moments where you're like, I'm now playing in this just like perfectly vibed James Cameron style yeah. sci-fi moment. You know, whether you're like. Wa- Thanks, you know, Jim. You're, <laughs> you're wandering around, you know, looking for maybe some like super rare ingredients, which <laughs> You're truly having to use your knowledge and your perception to find. You're not just looking for waypoints or like something yeah. like that. And they're making it difficult to find. It's not just like go. And right I like there how some of those plants like fight back, dude. Those freaking electric oh, ones. Oh yeah, the floor and, and like the, the gas exploders. You're like, dude, I'm just looking for those like, crafting materials bouncy, here. See, <laughs> uh, I forget what they're called. The mushroom things that bounce yeah. you like way into the air. <laughs> so sick. Uh, how you guys are talking about this world? It's sick. You're like talking about like explore mode and shit like yeah. you're talking about it like how i play like tears of the kingdom or some shit well like, that's what I'm turning yes. off the hub and how you guys are talking about exploring this fucking world like how good is this world actually well let me tell it's you really, it's well crafted this sure. is what it made it's on me, tears it's, of the kingdom but it's well crafted well hold on huber i would beg to differ on that <laughs> i would not i'm not even joking okay i beg to differ that I could go up against tears of the kingdom in terms of world versus world this is the greatest open world I've ever yeah, like. Okay, I'm not. I've I've been in since you know. Then this is personal since Black Flag. I'm gonna say because like right. Black Flag was probably my favorite open world in the past few years. Oh good, Damiani's almost back. Everybody, just hang tough. You're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I think Damiani's back. Let's see if we can hear him. Hold on. But uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying it. Look, the the world of Black Flag so unbelievably enjoyable to explore. But then it's like with explore mode, you get rid of all those icons all those waypoints everything so you truly are there then and you don't have to worry about like you know that interference Mm -hmm. and so it's like brad the explorer mode yeah yeah. yeah, it just puts you in it to like a level you absolute love and you believe in you can just brad you would love the movement like it feels so good to be a navi in this game it's crazy that was the other thing it begins and you say this is awkward right it feels (laughs) awkward at first if it's like the movie experience of when they get when the human gets transferred into the avatar body you're like this is really you know i'm kind of clumsy fumbling around this and that now the grace and elegance from how you fly through the jungle like sliding and jumping and leaping and swinging it's Mm -hmm. like it is beautiful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stunning game. All right, let's see if we can get Damiani back online. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, okay. Listeners, Damiani's power went out for Oops. a bit, so. I went to turn on a fan, and there's a loud pop, and, like, everything turned off. Sounds like my PS5. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wait, did your PS5 do that? When I was streaming God of War, it did, like, five times. Oh, I heard about damn. that from a yeah. chat on Saturday saying your yeah, PS5 is causing some problems. Yeah, uh, I just flipped the circuit breaker 
and mm. it came back on. Um, but I tested it again and hit like shut everything off again. But then the thankfully, like the off, the leasing office was still open. And the maintenance guy just came right over and looked at it and was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you're probably just drawing too much power. So like, just you can flip it as many times as you want, but like maybe just leave like a thing or two off." So I just decided to like turn off some lights and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So we're good. Yeah, I just got no to turn like on. Well, I try and turn on every light to light up the room nicely, but mm-hmm. I guess all that plus you're not seeing everything that's like hooked up because like I got my two monitors in front of me my like the like my computer's plugged in i have two monitors plugged in computer the head the two elgato key lights the speakers mm-hmm. are plugged in i have a laptop plugged in from uh my other work i have hctv above all this six five inch hctv above me plugged in it's like yeah ps5 Damn. plugged in a switch plugged in it's like Jeez, oh yeah, that's, this is probably why. Sportsbook over here, <laughs> yeah, probably, dude. My, my my thing, like, yeah, I could be like the, I could do like one of those like sportsbooky like stations here, or I could be like, it looks like yeah. I'm in, like a, a TD at a like a studio or something. Yeah, like, it looks like I work in the Matrix. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Huber and Don just talked about Avatar for a little bit. Very passionate. Okay, from these. Two oh, the new one, Avatar. Yeah. I am thrilled to see how it looks finally when I finally get my hands to you know hands on with it because yeah. I keep seeing what people a, rave about its like how it looks visually. Perfect thing but, to hold us over until part three, <laughs> right, Don? Oh yes, Hubert. The Serious, when you said earlier a gift. It's literally yeah. a gift from the gods. It to is hold a gift. Over to, <laughs> not just that, but my hype. I mean, I'll admit, like I loved part two, but I was like, okay, whatever. Three is going to come out whenever it comes out. It's like I'm obsessed again. Hell I'm yeah, obsessed. Good, I'm wow, that's obsessed. fun. Good, Don. <laughs> that's exciting. Fuck yeah, beyond pumped. Uh, okay, Huber. God of War Ragnarok had DLC Valhalla that mm. came out of nowhere. Free, also. Insane that this is free, dude! Why don't you talk to us about it? What is this exactly? So... Okay. Sorry, right, collect your thoughts. Yeah, Think about it. yeah. You, we got time. Um, If you love... God of War, like the whole franchise, and you have not played this, I'm not going to spoil this, but you should just dip out. I'm telling you right now, you should dip the hell out of here. Because they mar- they undersold what this is. That's what I keep hearing from people. They This is 100% for f- fans of the franchise... Or just even the newer ones, just fans of God of War, but especially fans of the entire thing. And Don, we're talking about gifts. This is a legitimate gift. This is like, hey, we see you, we hear you, we love you, (laughs) thank you. And that's what this is, because it is free. And it is a roguelite mode and an epilogue to God of War and Kratos, and everything in this has context. Like, this is one of the best roguelite modes I've ever played in my entire life. I love this genre. It is absolutely insane. So you start out, see you, you got an invitation from someone to go to Valhalla, and you... You know, th- there's a lot of story in this. A lot. It 
blew my mind mm -hmm. how much story is in this thing. There's cutscenes. There's nonstop dialogue. I beat this thing and and kept playing, and there was even more oh. story happening. Like it just does not stop with how much story wow. is in this mode. It is ridiculous. Uh, here, I played like maybe an hour of it. Just mm -hmm. I played a little bit to see it and. There was a lot of story right yeah. off the bat. I was yeah. like, whoa, what's going on here? I thought this yes. was just going to be like an arcade thing. Kind yes. Of thing. No, it's like full-blown no. sequel. Full-blown. You have to play this if you like. You have to. It's a yeah. must. It is a must play. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's free, so there's really no nothing holding you back. time. That's yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit of time. Uh, it took me a while. Obviously, I had a lot of technical difficulties originally. Yeah, you are streaming it. Yeah. My PS5 crashed, hard crashed, mm. numerous times, and like would I'd lose progress because yeah, it only you, saves yeah. when you finish a run, right? And you get back to the shore. Um, but I, I got to take the Spider-Man PS5 that we had, yep. Um, and then I started streaming on that. I did have a crash on that as oh, well. Okay. Not a hard, hard like power off crash. Just the game crash, like the game crash. Okay. So. People on Reddit have also been saying the same thing and Cut. here and there, so they're going to patch Anywhere, it, yeah. but some technical difficulties sure. initially. Yeah. Um, so the context of it is incredible because, you know, when you die, you come back to the shore mm -hmm. of Valhalla and come back in. Like, everything contextually makes Yeah, it makes sense. sense. Do you think they played Hades and were like, hey... Probably, <laughs> probably. Like, let's do something like that. Yeah, like the because it reminds me of it, just with like the story. The story, when you come yes. Back, there's like story how they present it. A hundred percent. It's seriously one of the best roguelike modes I've ever played, because you have your meta progression, which I love. So that comes in numerous forms. That comes in uh, mastery seals. And spirit seals are the two main currencies. Okay. With mastery seals, you can upgrade your health permanently, your rage permanently, oh, okay. uh, and then your stats as well. Strength, defense, runic, cooldown, luck, all that permanent you can pump stats? up permanently. Okay. Cool. Spirit seals are really cool because then you get permanent buffs. It'll be like, hey, you have a better chance of seeing more options on a run oh. when you get like a runic yeah, or cool. or oh you have a high chance of like when you get a runic now it'll be like level two instead of one mm -hmm. or now when you defeat enemies you'll get more fleeting echoes which is the disposable currency that's the one you use on runs you like, can use okay. those on runs the main thing that really hamstrings you are divine triumphs because sometimes you'll get to an upgrade you know you'll be upgrading your strength of course and it'll be like you know level five strength You'll need mastery points, but you'll also need those divine triumphs, and those are pretty hard to come by. You know, you'll need to do like pretty legit. You know, beat a boss. Yeah. Or okay. Like whatever. Not gonna say what, but the fucking boss fights, dude. I'm so hyped for you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Brad's gonna fucking love these boss fights. Holy cool. shit. Uh. So yeah. So each run. You know, you'll you have like your you can have like some challenges you can do to try to get more rewards. Uh, but basically, a run you'll go in. You have all your weapons. You got your Leviathan axe, your Blades of Chaos, and your Drop Near Spear. And depending on what you choose first, that first upgrade, that'll be kind of the path 
you take. You mean when you open like a chest? Yeah, the very first chest, you can choose what you upgrade, either the blades, the spear or the axe. It'll be a different thing every time. Mm -hmm. So like maybe, you know, maybe the blade upgrade is really, really good this time. Yeah. It'll be that path and some of the rooms will be different depending on that. I didn't know that. And And then that'll also give you a chance to, after you beat like the first mini boss, uh, the next room basically will let you upgrade your weapon of choice for that run, okay. like significantly mm-hmm. upgrade it, you know, with echoes. So yeah, it's just extremely well balanced and thought out. They encourage you to change difficulties every time. So we were bouncing between the top two mastery and prowess, depending on the difficulty as well. You choose, you get more rewards, yeah, I love stuff like that. Yeah, you can also choose before you go in what shield you use and what rage mode you yeah, use. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. There's yeah. different challenges associated with that. Sometimes it'll be like, hey, if you use this one this run, you'll get more points. If you use this, so it's encouraging oh, okay. you to use everything. Got it. Um, there's, uh, like I said, there's like challenges for each run, but then there's also challenges for the whole thing. I was always going for those. Those like hardcore mastery yeah. challenges. There's tons of unlocks, like tons of skins you can get. I did see some. There's like these keys you can get that'll open up permanently. Uh, is that like the sand door thing? Yep. Looking? Okay. Yep. There's just... <laughs> yeah, I've seen some stuff. Yes. I won't say what it is, but yeah. it's very cool. The end of the trailer... Again, I'm trying to dance around here. The end of the trailer showed... Uh, a cyclops oh right yeah yeah they showed that they showed a cyclops which is cool we've been wanting something like that yes just some like greek from 2018 and ragnarok i was like yo please just let me fight some like og shit and it's like yo the fucking cyclops and stuff yeah they had the song yes the music is incredible like i I just i encourage every single person to play this seriously every all of you everyone listening now do you think it took you I know you had. I had the hard crashes, and you're playing on harder difficulties. Playing on hard, I would die a lot. Yeah, like it was tough, yeah, dude. Some sure. of those fights got tough. So it took me like probably. I'm I'm gonna guess like 15 hours. That's really. I good. think if you play on normal, you could probably 10, just beat it. 12. You wouldn't even die. Probably like 10 max. Yeah. That's still really good. That's yeah. a good length for free, especially free. That's so unusual to me that they made this free. It I'm is really surprised. It is unbelievable that it's free and i swear to god brad i put this dlc now in the same category as the best of them as like, like blood and wine yeah oh okay expansion Str- things. yeah like dlc this is one of my favorite dlcs this is one of 2023 is insane yeah i know there's some recency bias here but it and like it's god of war yeah but i still think a year from now i'm gonna be looking back at this as one of my all-time favorite DLCs. Yeah. And, like, we all know the combat in Ragnarok and God of War is incredible. And I think this roguelite mode really exemplifies mm-hmm. that. It makes it even better. Like, yeah. these encounters are so sick. Just, like, the way you can upgrade your weapons on each run. Mm-hmm. Like, the combat sings in this mode. How long did it take you to kind of get adjust to the gameplay again just a couple like i was playing and i was like I, i'm like very yeah. comfortable with the axe now again but i'm yeah. like All right, now i gotta remember the blades of chaos yeah thing like that for sure 
Just I a don't couple. Think it's a big deal. But. I took a few minutes. I was like, "Chat, give me a minute here." Yeah, and then I like looked at around. all the skills. I'm like, "Chat, there's gonna be dead air for a few minutes." Yeah. Let me just look at all the skills like, to like remember. Yeah, you could absorb like an element with the speed the and stuff spe like exactly. that. Exactly. I think it's fine. Yeah. I will say I had some from software vibes on the negative because mm -hmm. the only thing I ever and I've talked to you yeah. so many times about this. The only times I ever in my life criticize Soulsborne games mm -hmm. is committing to a weapon it's like you use so many resources on that weapon to commit to a weapon mm -hmm. it's like why am i gonna use something else then that is so much lower level mm -hmm. that i have committed here sure so it's like i just felt so trapped in like no because it, it's it's like there's not that you're not like fully upgrading a weapon me meta style but it's like when you choose a path on a run. On a run. Okay. Then you get that upgrade after the mini boss that makes the weapon itself stronger. I see. Then it's like, okay, well, this is just, this is the thing I am using now. I see. Like, like sometimes, you know, obviously you'll, you'll use your blades for some AOE stuff, but then it was like, all right, if I'm using the axe here. You know what would have been cool it's is. Just, it, that's just me. I know, like, you can... You can't yeah. use them all, but it still so, feels like one is stronger than the rest. I have a question rest. then. So once you beat, once you get one of these upgrades for your weapon, can yeah. you pick which weapon, or is it just whatever weapon you were using? No. So so when you open that first chest, it's like you are on the path of this, and then after you beat a mini boss, I see you will go. The next place will be dependent on which weapon you chose okay and then the thing that you can buy things from will sell an upgrade for that i wish it was like weapon you could like you get the item or whatever for yeah. an upgrade and you could pick which one you want yeah so it's like because i don't know if you could like replay refight some of these things to get upgrades or whatever but it's like well my axe is good but i do want to build up my thing on the side but yeah I, i'm using yeah. the axe it's strong but i still want to build that up kind yeah of thing. if they yeah. let you choose but like whatever yeah. i guess yeah and it's like and you and you only have a finite amount of, of like things you can upgrade too mm -hmm. so it's like you're getting you're getting weapon skills you're getting runic skills so it's like okay yeah if i'm on the path to upgrade the axe like obviously all the skills i'm going to take too are for the axe mm -hmm. so you really kind of leave your other weapons in the dust but Again, minor nitpick, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you know, that's just part of the roguelite element. It's like, hey, this is the the sure. weapon I'm going to use, you know. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, in the it. main game, obviously, you're bouncing around oh, yeah, between yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. three. Like, I got it, you know, for sure. So the the minor, yeah, the literally only. This sounds also like, oh yeah one huge complaint. Oh, okay. it's actually unacceptable. Okay, it's unacceptable. Okay. When you kill a cyclops, oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't rip its eye out. Yeah, and that is unacceptable. That would have been a sick shout out. For it's unacceptable fans. behavior, Santa Monica. We wanted yeah. that. We wanted that. There you go. I wonder how much that would cost to just <laughs> to do that. I wonder because it's the same killing animation as the ogres. Yeah, the exact same thing. So I was like, "Yo, yeah, give me that eye rip." But it's it's so ridiculous that I can even hear saying that because they just gave us a, a feast, feast. yeah, an <laughs> absolute feast of a DLC for free. So I say it jokingly, seriously. Like it would have it would have set things it's over like the edge. They it's gave fine. You, like a fucking 
delicious large pizza yeah and a coke but you're like but where's my dr pepper yeah (laughs) yeah just where my wings on the side like yo what's the deal yeah Yeah. so ridiculous that we're even asking for that but uh, i was not alone in that other people also were like yo where's that classic thing yeah Yeah. iconic it's an iconic finisher for sure yeah yeah i mean it sounds really (laughs) sick from what i played i definitely got some narrative teases i was like oh I'm very surprised about this yes. kind of thing. I'm like, cool, this is cool. I like where this is going yes. kind of thing. It's really sick. Uh, Damian, I forgot. Did you finish Valhalla? Or you played some of it at least, right? I played a little bit of it, but I didn't, I didn't finish okay, it. Didn't finish but it. I read that. This... Like, yeah, I saw the, the DLC. But I, from my understanding, you can jump into this DLC you before the end right of the in. game. Yeah. But you, they warn you that uh, yeah, you Yeah, it's meant might, to be played yeah. after. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like they do... So, They'll spoil a couple things of the main game for sure. Okay. I still cool. think that's kind of cool for people who are like, maybe like, you know, someone like me who's like, okay, I, I like, I am hearing about this. I want to jump in right now. And like, I, I maybe because there people who can definitely enjoy a game story, even with like spoilers. They're like, no, I, I need to see how it's like told. I don't care that I know what's yeah. going to happen. Like, it's still a great experience to go through it. So I could definitely see people like, they, they were just, you know, catering to people who want to jump right in because it you, you don't release it how they did if you didn't want you got to make it easy for people to jump in shouldn't yeah. it could have been like what is it horizon uh horizons yeah. dlc where it's like yeah. you need to be at the end of the game to like actually yeah, access yeah. it or like another piece of dlc we'll be talking about where it's like you i uh if you already had a save file at the end it was very easy access but uh uh, I did not. It was yeah. a little bit more difficult <laughs> yeah. if you didn't. I did not. So, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just think this thing is incredibly balanced difficulty-wise. Like, choose your difficulty that you find comfortable. You can find... They, re- they really encourage you. They're like, please, like, this mode, you are des- it is designed for you to change the difficulty Dude. anytime. And it's so well-balanced. And also just all... Like, all the upgrades on an individual run... And all the the permanent upgrades, like to counter my complaint about you know you encouraging you being incentivized to use like the weapon that run, right? At least they encourage you to use all the weapons because dep- also depending on the path you take, that will make these things called crests available for that weapon. So it'll be like the Leviathan crests, the Chaos okay. crests. Those crests are super important because you can use those to buy like resurrection stones. And if you have one of each, you can turn those in to get divine triumphs, that really rare currency. So it really incentivizes you to use everything, all the tools from the combat system, like everything. It's just so well thought out and everything is contextualized. Like it's, it is a masterpiece of a DLC. Excellent. A true masterpiece. I wonder if Eternal kind of got people inspired at that Sony. I don't yeah, know. Because you know Dog's doing it too. For sure. And the runs can be like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Like, so they can be a little longer, but like you get in a point where you're just like sprinting through in, yeah. encounters and stuff, cracking chests open. Yeah. Like they can go quick. Cool. It's so easy to play. You can suspend a run anytime. Like suspend it here. I'll be back. It's like, Yeah. It's not just it's it's pretty long, but it's it's so easily accessible and easy to jump into to do a run or two at a time. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I want to play right now. So good. Yeah. 
All right, Damiani, uh, Final Fantasy 16 also had DLC come out of nowhere. Echoes of the Fallen, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us about it? I actually played through this also. Nice. So you did get a chance to play through yeah. it. Uh, it does feel bad what we're about to talk about coming off of like Huber describing uh, the Valhalla DLC being free when mm-hmm. this free costs and $9.99. And I would uh, right off the bat, I will say it does not have as nearly as much content no. um, as, as as Valhalla, but it's it's going for something a little bit different. I would say maybe say yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, this I'd will say. take you probably around three and a half to four hours on the long side. Um, you know, it's it's very story. It's a story driven. It's very interesting how they handled this. So if you're curious about you know um, w- what do they do? Is it like post game is a prequel mm-hmm. it actually runs alongside concurrently near the end of the game which yeah. is kind of interesting and actually when i started I don't like it up, when I games do gonna... that damiani i don't what i don't like so when games I, do I like that, that because too, i feel Huber. almost so, penalized for beating the game it's like yo is this gonna it like with a complete edition you know fitting this into just your main playthrough would have been so much better well you it's like you, you can't you can't really do DLC after the game. Yeah, I know, I know, I know well, that, but it's like, it would, like well, we were thinking of like prequel stuff. Yeah, maybe. prequel shit with like, Sid or something. Yeah, like, I, so, I just so I never see, like when it's jammed in there. So I, I will say, like, yeah, it introduces a lot of like it, like potential, like logical problem. Not like not not that way, but like for some people, they'll be wondering why. Like from like a, a release standpoint, like. Well, literally what you just said, Huber, if I mm-hmm. wait to, waited to play this like sometime late in 2024, like when the PC version comes out, if it has yeah. all this like included, like this will be something that pops up. I mean, you have to pay for it unless the PC version comes with everything installed already. Yeah. If you have all the edition. content unlocked, this will be part of a, a quest that pops up that you could yeah. do versus like someone like Brad and me who played through it, this was not available, and it introduces new story elements, pretty significant mm-hmm. story elements. Yeah, I'm going to play 100 Yeah, and so I thought, Huber, I thought they're going to use the, 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 you know, the coward's way out where it, it's going to be amnesia <laughs> at the end. You're going to forget You're going to forget these events, and like they're going to drop you right back before the end of the game, and it's like, oh, you're not going to remember this stuff. Because I was like, how is all this happening? And they don't, like, what? I'm like, interesting. Um, mm. Because, as the name implies, Echoes of the Fallen, this DLC is all about the Fallen, a race of Sick. humans who got very technologically advanced, and then, you know, something happened because you see the ruins of their civilization scattered throughout uh, the, the world as you go on your adventure as uh, Clive and friends. They're so, this DLC back. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> don't let's not do that. Um, th- th- this is what this DLC is. It's basically a very extended side quest, like one of like the the meteor ones you encounter in the game that focus on like a, a specific character. Only this one is about like the the fallen. You have uh, Jill, you have Joshua with you, you have Torgal. So it's the four of you. Full so you have crew, your full dude. party. Loaded yeah, up. You have the quartet rolling out, um, and it's basically. Uh, you know, a really boring opening, like part of the quest. Um, I wasn't really digging the back and forth running around at the beginning. It mm. felt like one of those MMO style, like bit. go here, go there. And like, they were trying to be 
funny. And even for me, I was like, this is like low. This would be like low tier side quest writing in 14. I'm like, this is what is like, I was a little worried. And then when you get to like the you go to this the place proper. called the Sage Spire, which is like the, the majority of this DLC is a giant dungeon, which is yeah. pretty cool. Dope. It's a giant dungeon and it has mini bosses and a final boss fight. And all of it is just like cranked up to like 11. Like yeah. the final boss fight boss of this DLC is yes. way more is like way more, like mechanically it was way more insane yeah. than anything in the base awesome. game. It was cool. an awesome yeah. boss fight. Dude. I was the music, dude. I was immediately thinking of you, Damiani. I was Great. like, oh, Damiani is freaking out about this music. I won't say why. They finally, they finally did the yeah. They finally did a thing. They, they're they're teasing. They have these light motifs going on throughout the dungeon, and you, and you're like, if you play 14, you're like, oh, that's that song. Well, I think it is. Well, the problem is they're not. They're not like doing. It's not advancing though. Because it was our meme song, wasn't it? It was the money. They they even troll you. You get to the final (laughs) boss, and it's like just the main game final boss music. It's that epic song. But I'm like, oh man, I didn't get like special music. And then yeah, you pull the rug from out. I'm gonna throw under you, and it's like. Oh, there's multiple phases. What are you thinking? Come on. Yeah, and when that so many phase phases begins, that music fights. kicks in. It's just like, yo, okay. Fate Dumb rewarded man. here. This fight or these fights felt like really Final Fantasy 14 to me because there was like a lot of floor marker shit on some of them. There's this mm-hmm. one Huber, not the last boss, but there's a boss. He does this move called Roulette. And it's yep. like the floor is awesome. like marked with danger and it That's spins so around. 14. And you got to like land on a safe spot. Awesome. Like, oh, this is 14. Yeah. I, uh, I was not in it, and it still hit me on that mechanic. Ooh. And I, I watched it back, and Classic I was like, Yoshi, "Yoshi P, check those hit. You gotta boxes. get that hit. You gotta get that hit detection." I was like, <laughs> "Isn't it like the 14 engine on, on like on steroids? Isn't my like hitbox is a tiny pixel? Didn't all having all the modders and hackers and shit found out that like 14 is just like a little pixel inside your little hitbox circle on the ground?" And I'm like, "I, I, I like." Uh, what why how did i get hit by that i was like i was like uh uh-uh, that's not that's not good but nah it was uh i mean you could clear i was greedy like i was clearly greeting for dps there like i ran into too soon and i was like oh shit and it was like a one shot i'm like all right you really did a one shot mechanic okay yeah you're really uh introducing people to the 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 headache and frustration of some of the 14 fights it was like fail one thing dead like wow yeah i was like maybe i'll get a chance to recover no you are just dead go back to the start of the fight but it, it yeah brad is right it throws a lot of things on the floor at you um like it's so fast-paced and that's like the great yeah. thing like i think some of the best fights not just like in this game but like in 14 is when they're throwing out mechanics at you in rapid succession um because sometimes mm-hmm. like it, it, when it's a because these bosses are all, they just become like a psych, a, a song and dance you just like memorize. Um, it, you, you, they, they don't like have like necessarily RNG involved with them. It's like they all have their tells, you know what's coming. And then it's like, do you like, can you react fast enough when you see it in this game versus 14? They give you like a little bit more time to be generous since it's an online game. And I, I like, I'm glad they're like trusting the players to be like, we're going to throw a lot more at you at once. And like, you know, have that fun of being like that sense of being overwhelmed. So there's the, the final, like the final boss has this mechanic where it just looks like the, the fucking malice from tears of the kingdom, breath of the wild, like area, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, 
and it's just like all this glowing purple pink shit all over the thing and then it's like emitting all this like shit like that too it's, like it looks like chaotic. flames of it just like everywhere the floor is on fire with it like the everything is like, like what the fuck is even go- i get i don't even know where to stand what what yeah. is, what is this shit <laughs> you're like am i digging damage and are you supposed to run like i love that shit like because it's like that you don't get that moment again it's like that first moment like as soon as you know it's up it's like oh i just go stand there or ah this is like deceit like it's just like for effect like but that mm. first moment when you're like still processing it like they know that people love that about games. Like they love that about fourteen. Like the first time you do a raid fight, it's like after the first time you clear, it's like it's never gonna be the same. It will never be the same. Hmm. Whereas like you go do something like in Sekiro or Souls, you might know the patterns, but those types of games, like because they're aggressive nature, it's like more skill driven. I feel like it, yeah. it, it's like about your execution. Where there's definitely execution even in sixteen. But it's a little bit more relaxed, I feel. It's more about can you do the mechanics right, stand in the right spot, and then as long as you're just evading the attacks correctly and standing in the right spot and dodging correctly, you will eventually like you will eventually win. Although they did something freaking crazy for the end of this fight. Uh, they threw in a DPS race, the DPS check Love race. Yeah. I'm like, check and rage I was like, wait, what? And it's like literally in your face. And I'm like, oh, that was good. Nice little uh, enraged counter. Valhalla, I was like, dude. I will. More. Damiani, dude, get in there. Mm. Well, now I want like something dude. like Valhalla in like 16, Bosses. man. Now I want like a roguelite in like 16 mm, now. Like, like, that would be a so dungeon where sick. you do that. So, like they said in an interview, uh, Naoki Yoshida said that they would consider um, for the PC version, which indicates that the Leviathan DLC coming out later in spring of next year will not have Jill or Joshua or anyone else playable it's still just be Kogel Clive but he said maybe if things go well enough to reward the PC players they might do a thing in the main game where Josh like Jill Sid Joshua might be playable well, like, I, was like, I think that's that's, cool. that's sick so what, is the next like DLC sick. also going to be the same thing where it's just jammed in yeah probably. well probably I'm going to guess it's going to change how, things, how they're doing this yeah it's going to change things narratively now, Huber, the one thing this did not do in this DLC is you do not get new abilities. You do not get like a yeah. new uh, icon. You don't get new icon ability. Um, whereas like the the Leviathan one, gear, I'm assuming though. you're nice. going to get something. You are and bring absolutely going to get new abilities in the next one. Yeah. But there is new. They give you new weapons and gear. And the weapons nice. are better than anything in the main game, either whether it's Final Fantasy mode or normal mode. And then the accessories are pretty like good. They're they're very useful. Some of them are new kind of like crutch accessories. Like one of them will flash for when you need to swing your sword to properly parry. So it's like a parry window timer, like like flash, like a like uh, platinum game style. Yeah, like it's exactly hmm. like platinum games. I was like, oh, yeah. there 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 we go. Like the name will flash or whatever. I was like, that's that's kind of cool for people who want to get that yeah. down, but also don't want it to be automated because there's a lot of complaints about the assist accessories just automating everything for you yeah. and not like giving people like an insane. in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm other just, ones are I'm really useful. Like, so, a- I'm just so excited to just see that crew again because those characters are yeah. like some of my favorites of the entire year. So like, even though I have some qualms about just kind of like jamming a Mm-hmm. DLC into the game, uh, it'll still just be nice to hang out with him yeah. again. Like, yeah. Funny you should say that. 
Wooly Ollie wrote in, where does Clive rank among your f- among <laughs> your favorite Final Fantasy main protagonists after f- after playing sixteen? For me, he's third after my Warrior of Light from fourteen and Cloud, which is a good company to keep. Uh, Clive, yeah, Clive's like number two, I think for me. It's like Cloud and Clive that I can think of off the top of my head. Just Clive is so goddamn he's amazing, great, yeah. awesome, awesome character with so yep. much depth. So Obviously, much. the voice so performance by Ben is fantastic, unreal. Yeah, he's definitely top. Yeah. What about you, Dom, man? Where are you ranking Clive? Yeah, I I, I I like a lot of the main characters from the series. Yeah. Um, but they they always like they feel and they always like a lot of them do have growth, but they also feel like they're kind of I don't know I guess just what I'm about to say also kind of applies to Clive. Like Clive is very like you know gung ho like you know let's go mm-hmm. and it's time to like fight, but like you really don't like get that. You always get like the cool calm character who's like too cool in 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 a square Enix game they're like they're like the badass like they'll have like the one-liner quip or something but like they don't they're not like so outwardly the characters that are usually like outwardly like exuding like confidence and like talking shit are usually like ones that are like it's more either comedic or it's like haha you're not as good like a literally like final fantasy 4 like edge the ninja he's like constantly running his mouth shouting how good he is and it's like He's a good character, but like, like he's not like like hands. Uh, he's not the best, you know, or anything. Right. Like he's as good as the other ones. Like I like Titus. I mean, I, I like I like I like his growth. But like Oren, like Oren's another one. But like mm-hmm. he doesn't really go gung ho ever in ten. Like he's just like the quiet reserve guy. And when it's time to fight, it's like oh shit, this guy came to fight. And even like Sephiroth is just like you know some lines that torment you but like otherwise he's like very his demeanor is very calm or like mm-hmm. clive is just like let's go like rage mode like beast mode it's like kind of fun to see that raw emotion in a hero even though yeah. it's like kind of been done a lot in other media i feel like for me in final fantasy it hasn't been done as much to this level which is kind of nice I, I don't know like that's he how i feel about it so he's definitely up it. there it was i think you're right like it's been done a lot but like he just had some nuance. He had some tender moments. Yeah, I'd say Clive a lot has like a of quiet lot moments, of different emotions yeah. throughout the entire game. <laughs> totally, I put him probably number two behind Jack Garland. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm kidding, That's I'm right. We, 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 I put we, like, him above Jack. Jack, but Jack Garland. Jack Garland is yeah. to Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah, Jack Garland and Stranger of Paradise is to Final Fantasy what Revengeance is to Metal Gear. It's not yeah. fair to compare those games. The series are <laughs> just they're in a class of their own. Just don't even bother. <laughs> like you, you just you can't do that. Like yeah. it's just unfair. They're not playing by the same set of rules whatsoever. But yeah, uh, yeah. I also got to finish few- uh, Rebirth. You know, before I really rank this because Cloud in Part One was amazing, better than Clouds ever been. Mm. You know, obviously, oh. it's yeah. way more depth nowadays in games. Ooh, way yeah. more just, like, realistic acting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Rebirth could elevate Cloud even more. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the DLC, I mean, there was, like, a few other minor... Adjust- like, they had a big amount of patch notes. They added a few quality of life features. They added, like, they increased the level cap in both difficulty modes by, like, five levels. But, again, I when I reached the end of it, I was like... for. I don't know if this was ten bucks was right. It's always I, to mm. me. It was like this is a Square Enix tax for this. You're yeah, clearly honestly. paying like you know premium for this. Yeah. Um, but it was still enjoyable. It wasn't like it was bad. Like oh man, this is like was not up yeah. to par. 
it just felt like more goodness from the game and then like rewarded people for if you wanted just like something more insane in terms of like the the battles but it wasn't like doing anything like like new combat wise in terms of like your abilities it just didn't introduce a lot of new things it felt like this could have just been part of the game in the first place but clearly you know they didn't you know they said they didn't work on this till after the game you know released probably why this came out so quickly is because yeah. it feels so much like the regular game yeah i think honestly 10 was okay for it just like three three and a half hours it's like fucking cheaper than a movie or whatever and i'm sure this wasn't very cheap to make but um yeah i guess if you're like hesitant yeah just hold off this is like the small dlc the next one's gonna be like a bigger one probably it'll probably be like twice or three times as long. Yeah, if this probably. one's 10, that one's probably going to be 15 or 20. Because yeah. the season pass was 25. 25. So, I so it's 20. It'll probably be 20. Bucks. I yeah. feel like, yeah, it's going to be 30 individually. Otherwise, you're not like saving any money. Yeah. The, the, the kicker for me is going to be this. How long the rising tide ends up being. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm expecting it to be at minimum a 15 hour thing. I, I, I know it's like, wait, it's five times longer. Why? Because they're they're charging twenty bucks base price for that, a fourteen expansion is forty dollars, and that's like sixty yeah. hours and so much like so much stuff. I was like, this is the same team. And I'm like, I know this is a higher fidelity game, so factoring in that like this is maybe a little bit more expensive to develop, proportionally like reducing it like this is half the price of that. So I'm not asking like for thirty hours. I'm like, give me like like even like reduce that by half like fifteen hours. Like the rising tide needs to be like closer to 15. Like 10 is probably the bare minimum, but like in, I feel like it needs to run into the teens. And if it doesn't, it, it may, may mean I, I could see a lot of people might be on um, that alone might be a little disappointed. But who knows, like quality wise, but uh, what's going to be, but also just to point out, the fonts for both of these are both 14 fonts, by the way. Uh, yeah. The R and the G in the rising tide are literally ripped from like the Realm yeah. Reborn fonts, though. Yeah, I'm expecting uh, Brad. I'm expecting some uh, a new no, version of a that. certain mighty mighty boss tone song. Oh in yeah, mighty boss tones. Yeah, that's gonna <laughs> the be primal. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think it'll oh, be I, like probably ten hours, maybe a little longer. There is gonna be some Square Enix tax, at least yeah. like five bucks usually from them. How much was intermission? Intermission? Yeah, uh, I think it was twenty. Yeah. Maybe I'm not that sure. Shit was so good. Yeah, I can't. I think it was twenty. I think. Yeah, but I can't recall. Okay. That was like that amount of time. Also. Yeah. It yeah. was. It felt yeah. like. Yeah, it was very beefy. Good. You yeah. all in on Fort Condor? Yeah, and, I think it was uh, probably like ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so what I'm like like that saying. Level. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. It has to be like up to yeah. that level. I think I it'll be like. like that scale cool. probably yeah. see that's why intermission is such awesome dlc too because it's like in between yeah the game yeah yeah, well, it, yeah i love it, that well they're different circumstances <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. there's I, no I, I 16th sequel coming that we yeah. know of or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that for sure for sure oh. but anyways yeah cool. great dlc's all around right now yeah all right it's i can't wait to play those oh yeah you will you're gonna have a good time it's time for sort it out you know, the same way we complain about something. Game, company, person in the game industry. Whatever. Whatever you, whatever we're feeling. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like? Sorting. Who needs sorting right now? Damn it. Besides Ooh. layoffs. Okay, I was about to say. I got more <laughs> drift. Okay, the, okay. the classic. Yep, now I got that. I got a black controller, like, less than a year old. 
Damn, dude. Drift that on the sucks. left. Left that stick. sucks, man. Blood was asking, he's like, do you play a lot of games where you use L3, R3? Yeah. And I realized... Yeah, because you're tapping it Fortnite, for sprint. Yeah. Sprint and, like, crouch you and stuff. You need to get a, a dual sense edge so you can do the back buttons. Yeah. Shit. So I really think that has to be... Maybe. It. That has to be a contributing factor. Yeah. I, I, I see if you use them a lot, probably. A maybe, lot. yeah. I'm hitting that L3 all day, every all day. day. All, yeah. And it's always that stick. Always L3. Always L3. Yeah, that I, might be it, dude. I don't know. Four drifts. It's, yeah, it's very unfortunate and really shitty that that keeps happening to you. Because, you know, I mean, I see dual senses on sale actually a lot now, which is pretty cool. But like, they're still, if they're base price, they're expensive. Yeah. But I see them for like $50 a lot. But still, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah. Know? That's almost a game. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know how we could help you. Watch the pressure. I, don't I know. know what else to tell you. I, know. <laughs> I was like, gripping, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's annoying, dude. People watch like, me. People watch me stream COD. They know I grip that controller. Yeah. I accidentally melee <laughs> so often, <laughs> so often. Someone will be shooting at me, and they'll, they'll just like melee accidentally because I'm like, ah. That's really funny, dude. Uh, Damiani, what about you? Anything? Uh, yeah, you said no layoffs because I, I mean it's not another set of layoffs, but I was gonna say. You know, sorted out to again to embrace her because we got the leaked concept art and screenshots from the Time Splitters project they were working on. Yeah, and they shut down Free Radical, so we're not getting this new Time Splitters and those old West shots. Oh. Yeah, the town. It reminded me of TF2. Yeah, the old West town. I was like, dude, with the coffins outside. Like, yeah, I was like, so awesome. I was like, no, man. Dumb, yeah. I'll tell you what, dude. This is the final episode of Frame Trap, so we're going to do something special. We're going to make Embracer the ultimate sorted out. The Omega sorted out is yep. the sorted out of sorted out. Giga it Omega. Is, it is the permanent sorted out for all time. It's yep. Embracer all right. group. It has been enshrined. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we will remember. Uh, uh, all right. For me, I guess, I don't really know. I've been just, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's bugging me right now. I don't know, dude. Hopefully nothing. I, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, what's what's bothering me right now? I don't fucking know what's bothering me right now. I don't think anything. That's a good place to be right now. At the, at the top of my head, I yeah. can't think of anything. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see if something comes up later. If I think of something, yeah. Uh, let's see. Alexander Zirinov wrote in. Sort it out. Rockstar Games. Ooh. Why the release of GTA 6, or why doesn't the release of GTA 6 include PC version? PS5 and Xbox Series S are already old-gen by 2025. The gap between PC and consoles will get even wider. I expect GTA 6 to be visually impressive, which means looking better than Cyberpunk 2077 and Alan Wake 2. And we all know that PlayStation and Xbox can't even can't even dream about 4K path ray tracing at 60 FPS. And while I'll easily wait for the PC release to play the game, many other graphics enthusiasts don't have my patience and will will have to settle for the compromised version. Sort it out. Uh, they've already talked about this, Alexander. It's about resources. Uh, it's about sales. The console versions yeah, sell way, way more, way more than PC. And the like you said, the PC version is way different there's way more technologically advanced shit going on in there yeah and that takes away from yeah, yeah, yeah. the console versions which are very similar 
to each other. So that and is. And I, I get people say, you know, yeah. like, LOL, Rockstar, indie company or whatever. Yeah. But it's just yeah. like, I, it's I, mean, like I don't know. I'm not a dev. That's just what they yeah. said. They're all in on that. And then also, too, like from a business side, you can re-release. Mm-hmm. You get another release for this game. You get more hype. You get in the new cycle again. Yeah. You get that PC version. You get people double dipping mm-hmm. because they can't wait and they buy the console version. Then you'll get triple and dippers in the future like Mike. Yeah, remasters. Exactly. You're selling it. Mike's yeah. buying it. And then also one of my, one of my, like that, that's all facts. One of my theories is, my random theory is... Uh, mods and shit. Yeah, they want sure. you to play their crafted their campaign, their version of the game the way it is. Sure, versus mods. But yeah, I understand yeah. as a PC player, hundred percent yeah. the frustration. You don't want to be able to yeah. play the game when it comes out, hundred percent. But they did talk about resources. But that's just the way it is right now. Hopefully, yeah. it just won't yeah. take so long. Hopefully, like I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a year. Yeah, until the PC version comes out. But you never know. That version will so, sing, Alexander. Holy crap! PS5 Pro. Yeah, the PS5 yeah. Pro. Because Alexander, you're probably singing with Red Dead 2, 60 frames on yeah. PC. Yeah. Still not on console, Still 60 frames. On, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> Red Dead 2 superior version. Yep, PC has yeah. it. All right, uh, now it's time for Keep It Up. The opposite. What are we loving right now? Huber, I'm just going to give you yours. You're loving God of War right oh now. My you're God, loving... what a gift. Oh, that's your Keep It Up. Keep It Up. Like, this has no business being free it's also a sorted out what are you doing you're making everything everyone look bad now santa monica first party dude. now when i have to pay for something i'm gonna be like why do i have to pay for anything anymore because valhalla was free yeah games take money cost money to make <laughs> just remember everybody cost money this is like what it's crazy yeah, that it's it free crazy. it is mind-blowing i assume um last of us would have been free too yeah. But they did the the next gen version also, so that's maybe the ten dollars. Yeah, you get the no return mode. You get the Last of Us or the you get next, some extra stuff. Yeah, yeah which no, is cool. Going from PS4 to PS5, like ten like, bucks, like ten bucks all day. Yeah, on that ten bucks all day. Yeah, Dumb Annie, what about you, dude? It's crazy. Uh, crazy. I, I, I wasn't one wasn't coming ahead. Well, one wasn't popping into my head, and okay. uh, but I saw a headline. Uh, maybe this will be like more for 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 Huber. Um, mm. but I mean, it's sad news, but we're giving shout out to, um, James McCaffrey, you know, yeah. Yeah. passed up, Legend. you know, the voice of Max Payne, unfortunately passed away, Alex but Casey. how much you talk about Max Payne, dude, yeah. like, obviously it was, character left a mark on you. That game was ahead of its time. When yep. it came out, on so many ways, visually, the the bullet time mechanic, and the storytelling. And a lot of that was his voice acting. Obviously, writing and presentation are huge factors. Yeah. But his performance as Max will live on forever. So that is that is yeah. something. That is sick. That's what I try to think about when, when people are lost like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Devastating. Uh, just I, it feels so like one of these happened just so suddenly. It's like yeah. what comes out like, of nowhere, man. Yeah, like I woke up to that and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give the eternal keep it up, just the eternal one now because we did a yeah sort it out. I'm gonna give it to Capcom. Yeah. Hell, I don't yeah. think we've told anyone to keep it up more than Capcom. <laughs> we have not. 
we got Monster Hunter. Uh, what's it called? Wilds. Wilds coming out. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking amazing. We got oh. Dragon's Dogma two coming up. It's gonna be amazing. So close! All of a sudden, we got like four Resident Evils in production, probably. <laughs> <laughs> At least four. When, if there's a year without a Resident Evil game, it's going to be like, wait, what? Yeah. Where's, got, where's my Resident they Evil? They are cooking hard. Street Fighter <laughs> Six was really good. They are just fucking firing all cylinders yeah. right now. They're insane. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, extra Primal, a little miss, but we'll sweep yeah. that into the rug. This is fun when we streamed it, at least. It's fine. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I'm just used to fucking incredible games from them, you know? So yeah. it's just like, eh. Totally. All right, uh, Willie. Wait, are we gonna get nine before Resident Evil Nine before another remake? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Nine. Do you think Nine is the next Resident Whether Evil game? Whether it's Nine or just a new Resident Evil game, I think that'll be it. Not a remake next. Okay. Uh, Willie Diaz wrote it. Keep it up. More games adding hefty modes as updates. God of War and the Last of Us adding roguelike modes is a great incentive to keep people coming back to play, especially if they come with new trophies to earn. True. I got all the trophies. <laughs> uh, this is from Gavin. Keep it up, easy allies. With all the changes coming up, I just want to say that I love you all, and I really hope that this improves everyone's quality of life. Michael, Michael, Don, Daniel, Isla, Gabby, and Brad, you are all wonderful people. No matter what 2024 brings, I am excited for what it may mean for you all. My favorite easy memory, easy A memory is that we've made it 200 episodes of Frame Trap. That's a huge feat. Heck yeah. Love and respect. Thank you, Gavin. Yes. Thank you so much. I'll respect to you. 200 on this episode, 400 on the podcast. Hell yeah. Killing it. Hundreds All of right. hours of content. This is from Chris Iverly. Keep it up, Santa Monica Studio. I was really blown away by what they accomplished with Valhalla. Next level. And the fact it was free was even sweeter. I will admit, I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did when it first announced. Mainly because I want I wanted a big story expansion, and when I heard it was a roguelite mode, I was really let down at first, but they proved me wrong. Also, just want to give a shout out to you, Brad. You're always great been great at easy, whether it was hosting Frame Trap or to your reviews, or just giving your thoughts and opinions on things. I've always appreciated your input and take and take on things. I'll miss seeing you on a regular basis, but I'm happy to hear about your upcoming new opportunity. You're one of the best, Brad. Keep it up to you. Good, sir. Thank you, yeah. Chris Irely. We appreciate it. God of War is good. Feels good, man. So good. Yeah, we I got love s- roguelite modes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fucking I do. love, love <laughs> roguelite modes. You sure do. Darkest Dungeon, shout out. Shout out, Darkest shout. Dungeon. Fuck, I need to get back to I out. buy the DLC. Yeah, the DLC's out. I haven't yeah. even played it. I gotta get to it. You're playing God of War, man. I know. God of War was just like, yo, pushing everything aside. You gotta be 16 because it's short. Yeah, well, 100%. One sitting. I will. Uh, we got some shout-outs, as always, for some of our most generous patrons over there on patreon.com slash easyallies, where you can go if you would like to support all of us over there. We'd greatly appreciate it, so please check it out. Uh, these are some of our highest-tier patrons on the Platinum Producer tier. We got Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Jesse Blue. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. Shout out. We appreciate it. Let me make sure I didn't miss anyone. Shout sometimes the hell we out. add them out of nowhere. Just want to make sure. Oh, and Raymond Willow the third. Heck yeah. Got Raymond there. I just wanted to make Got sure. You. So thank you, Raymond. We appreciate it. Everybody loves Raymond Wheeler the third. Everyone loves Raymond. See what I did there? Yes, I did. I liked it. <laughs> I did like that. Uh, Huber, you've been playing some other games too. Yeah. What, do you, what have you been playing, man? Two other things. Two things. What do you got? 
First up, real quickly, incident at Grove Lake. Okay, what is the, what the hell is that? The, okay, so this is on itchy.io. Do we say itchio? I don't know. That's a highlight question. I like itchio. You can you can get this game for free if you want. I gave him five bucks. The recommended is two. It like wow, starts out as two bucks. More than doubled it. Hell yeah! I was like, yo, you're making five some bucks? sick. Yeah, you're making day. some sick horror game. Like yeah. you're out here like grassroots, you know. <laughs> uh, so this is a low poly like PS One style. That shit is so popular. First person horror game. The less you know, the better. Okay. One sitting game. Best games play in one night for sure. Very short. Very sweet. If you like the X-Files oh, and or VHS horror series, I highly recommend this little gem of a game. Okay. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say about it because it is so short and it is just, you, you don't want to know much going in, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, just, just low poly visuals. First person, not a lot of controls, not even a lot of settings in the menu. It's like, do you want windowed or full screen? Okay. It's like, what's your resolution? That's it. So very low budget, but, uh, you know, you just, yeah, just one of those things where it's like, man, you can do so much in video games, yeah. whether you have the most insane naughty dog budget or like you're just one person with absolutely no budget it is such a golden age for video games it also made me just think about like we should we should celebrate more than tear down video games right. you know right like sometimes i'll get shit for like being too easy on games and it's like what's what you know i'll call things out when they need to be but like do they always need to be called out? It's mm. like this game is just another example of like video games are the best way a story can be told in my opinion. For me personally, I love movies, you know, books are cool too, but like video games are so powerful and this is just one of those things where it's like yeah, there it is, video games. Hell yeah. Highly recommend. Hell yeah. Yep. Cool. All right, I want to check this out. Yeah, Just incident at Grove Lake. Yeah, yeah it's Too much. really short. It says really play short time twenty to twenty five minutes. Holy crap! There you go. Cool. One the, it, right when you boot it up, it's like we recommend playing in one sitting and using headphones. Done. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Let's check it out. What else? And then uh, lastly, Air Twister. Don. Don, get in here Air from Easnet. Yu Suzuki is back. With a space harrier type game. Now, I was talking to Don a little bit about this, and we both had one criticism, and that's the slow movement of the game. A little slow. You know, I think of Space Harrier, and Space Harrier has like a fast-paced grittiness to it. Blinding speed. Yeah, there's (laughs) speed and there's grit. You know, Space Harrier is also in Space Harrier, I love how you can land on the ground and your character runs. Yes. You don't do that in this. Yeah. But uh, this game, it, it has like a very a too, too clean of a look. It's too shiny and clean. Mm. Um, it was a mobile game originally. 
Okay. But it's like Space Harrier. Don, it did start to grow on me the further I got and the more I played. That's what I was curious about. Yes. Yes, Be- this does look like Space Harrier. Yes. Yeah. Uh, b- very brief. There's, like, no story, really. It's, it's like, this, these aliens come and, like, blow up this, like, fantasy town. Uh, and you're this, you know, lady that can, like, float around. And then you kind of use, like animals too on the main bosses as like you like glide on them main mode is arcade mode and once you die you have a couple continues but there's like hard game overs Mm -hmm. when you're playing it though you can earn the currency level up you know a little bit of roguelite sure aspects to it just a just Just a a hint yeah you can unlock and there's like a big like final fantasy 10 looking Good. Yeah, grid. Kind of, maybe it kind of looks like Path of Exile in a way. Actually, oh. obviously not that <laughs> oh insane. My God. Not okay. that insane. Okay. Not that insane. But uh, yeah, you follow like the pathing, path and you can like upgrade. You know your health and unlocks and cosmetics. Tons of cosmetics. Not a lot of controls. You can just move around, and it'll lock on. And you can level up how many targets you can lock onto. That's okay. a really good upgrade. Uh, and then you can also just free fire. Um, and it it I, it started to kind of get addicting, Don. It, it, it really did, uh, just with the the pace of the game. Just kind of like how many, because it really encourages you to one not get hit and then two clear each wave of enemies fully. Yeah. And I just wanted, I kept wanting to get far. I was like, yo, I'm kind of addicted to this because levels are really short. Levels are like no joke because it was a mobile game originally. Levels are like four minutes. It feels like. And then you fight some big Freako boss. And the bosses have an okay variety. Uh, you know, it, it depends on on what they are. There'll be like a crab one that'll guard its weak points. There'll be like a floating friggin' octopus type one that has its, its weak points really spread out. Uh, they can do really cool attacks where they like attack the screen and, and the, the D- Damiani dude, the like... Uh, screen will have like these big arrows coming down like avoid that part like fly over here mm-hmm. uh there'll be stage hazards too that you need to dodge and the game it did it did have that slow paced on where i was like i wish it was faster yeah but as i got further at least the enemies started moving faster themselves to like get away so that yeah i did notice that yeah so i was like okay I, i'm like trying to kill these enemies quickly but I do wish it was a little bit faster. Um, yeah. yeah. You have yeah. any thoughts? I do have just a few thoughts. Yeah, yeah. like a uh, huge fan of spa- the original Space yeah. Area. That's one of those games I have great memories when I was a little kid. I used to always play. My uncle would take me to this Mexican buffet restaurant. They had a Space Harrier right there when yeah. you walked in. I would always play that game. The yeah. speed was blinding, though. And, yeah, you had uh, – that's how it was, like short levels, but a whole bunch of them, you know, a few dozen levels, super short. This game is like, right, yeah, different pacing, the super glossy look. Your main character reminds me of a Dreamcast kind of character Big model. Time. Yeah, right? 100 like kind of like gone. A little bit of, uh, in general, kind of the character designs and just the look, yep. the like real polished that polygon sheen. look. Yeah, that shiny polygon yeah. look from Dreamcast. It evokes that kind of thing. Here's the thing I want from this game that I think could be 
that could change everything. It could make yeah. it huge. If somehow, Huber, they could convert this to a VR uh, you know, port, oh, yeah. I think it could be huge totally. in VR because, look, you're first so of right. all, you're always suspended in the air in this. You're high up off yeah. the ground floating through these spaces. Yes. That alone, just being in a VR space, would feel like very satisfying. And it, it would, would be take away awesome. the need for speed. You know what I mean? You wouldn't need that. It would feel thrilling just 100% floating correct. along among all these objects if you had that perspective. Yeah. Also, the control scheme, Huber, the control scheme, it felt like a scheme you could tell it came from a tablet. You know, it Definitely. felt like a touchscreen kind of thing. And if that could be translated to, you know, you're extending your arms mm -hmm. in that kind of, in, to have motion, it would be very sad. A simple fix where they really yeah. wouldn't need to reprogram anything in the game. Like the game is there. It just seems like it's made for VR to me. Like it's totally seems like ripe for a quick little, yeah. uh, extremely fun in and out. You know, the level of the, the length of levels, everything yep. about it seems like it would serve VR. So 100%. not bad as it is, just like not extremely engaging. And I think yeah. it'd be like totally captivating if they could put it in that space. I don't know if they yeah. have any idea for that. But. Yeah, Don, my first run I was like, I don't know about this. And then I played again and I was like, okay, I, I actually want to see this through to the end. Um, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's okay. I don't think it's as, you know, as obviously Space Harrier is freaking legendary. Yeah. Um, the biggest issue I had with this, I think, were kind of just the, sh the firing mechanics of like, you have to kind of hit the enemies in these sweeping patterns, which yeah. is okay, but it just, I don't know, it, I didn't, maybe I didn't, maybe I needed to force myself to play it longer, but um, mm -hmm. it just didn't feel satisfying, you know what I mean, as yeah. I was going further. I, it started to get really satisfying, locking on and hitting, it was like nice and crunchy, that's what started to hook me, Don, okay, is like, yeah. when I really started to get in this rhythm of like, lock on kill, lock on kill, and it just became these like sweeping yeah. motions, and like, Sometimes the enemies would be like spinning around and all the bullets would like track them and yeah. stuff. It started to be really cool. Okay, so I need to give it a little more time. We definitely yeah. have to say something about the soundtrack though, right? Huber, what's up the with the soundtrack? <laughs> the dude, thank you for reminding me. Yeah. It sounds like fucking Freddie Mercury, dude. Yeah, it sounds uh, like some insane like queen. I was like, what is this like queen? Yeah. Sci-fi queen or something. Yeah. So cool. epic in scale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Check out the yeah. title track. Air it's called Air Twisters, the title track, okay. listeners. I'm it's seriously listen like Queen vibes. Yeah, big yeah. Queen vibes yeah. for sure. And I will say one quick shout out. There's these little mini games. Oh. One of these mini, ga mini games, Damiani. Holy shit, I'm obsessed. Like, dude, achieve it yourself vibes. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> there is a grid. Of 36 okay. blocks that are all jumbled up out of order and they're all spinning and you have to go in order. You gotta, you gotta match, you gotta click them in order. One, two, oh. three, four, five, six. Oh man. And there's 36 of them on a big grid and they're all spinning and I was like, oh, I'll crush this. And I was like, wait, wait where's, where's, uh, where's nine? Where's nine? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is really addicting, really fun. I really that like that. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, Yu Suzuki going back to his roots. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I love that. Still making so, games. Yeah. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. You can play Space Harrier in Shenmue. Yeah, Shenmue. <laughs> Probably Yakuza <laughs> game. 
Probably. Oh, and if you could ever ch- track Maybe down that, uh, in there. Maybe the, not. the film Forget About the 3DS, 3D 3DS, conversion 3DS of Space 3DS version. I mean, that, that Space Harry was made to be in 3D, and decades later, oh, they did it on the 3DS, and it was so worth badass. the wait. There you go. <laughs> Dude, yeah. The VR call for this, Don, is genius. Yeah. Put on VR. I think it could be huge. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into some emails. Everyone who joined us on Patreon.com sent in their emails over there. You could still, you won't be able to do it for this show anymore, but you still be able to send in your questions to the Easy Allies podcast if you want to see what everyone's up to, what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. This first question is from Jiggy Diggs. Greetings, Allies. Greetings. I've been looking forward to Frame Trap every episode since its inception. Brad, you have carried the mantle with great success, and I feel so privileged to have gotten to enjoy your time over the years with the Allies. That's enough of the sappy stuff, though. My question for the Allies is this. Being a few weeks removed from the Game Awards, how can the award side of show? How could the award side of the show improve? I'm not talking about the details of how long to let a winner speak or what award gets more screen time, but the awards themselves. This was a big discussion among my friend group while watching together. If 2023 has taught me anything, that's that we have a large variety of games of all high quality that appeal to everyone. So we should have awards that reflect our ever-growing landscape. Should there be a Best Supporting Actor, an Actress Award? Should there be a Best Performing Game, Best Open World, Best Motion Capture, Best Side Quests, Best Boss Battles, Best World Building, Best Original Story? I want to pull the allies on what they think is truly important to award games and also reflect on what people talk about when discussing and reviewing games. Seems weird to reward Tears of the Kingdom for being best action-adventure game when no one up until the point praised the game for being best in the genre till award season. I know Jeff will do Jeff, but I'd love to hear the Allies' hot takes on one last time on Frame Trap. By the way, an update on my health from my last post. I was able to get procedure done at John Hopkins Hospital, and and they fixed my health issue for good. Thanks for the support, Allies, that the hard time and the hard times. Hell yeah. Respect. Yeah, is it just because of the layoffs that this really blew up this year? Because every year this has been a problem. And, like, this is the year where it finally blew the hell up. Every year I'm like, can we please let people talk? And everyone's like, yo, we want more announcements. We want more games. Like, that's why we're here. And that was always the case until this year where everyone... asking about it. No, no, no. I'm getting there. Okay. So everyone is like, you can't... You cannot have the show exist in this format, period. It either needs to be a full-blown award show where people are coming up just like the Oscars, giving their speeches, and you're going through an award at a time. All of them. You're not rapid-firing five awards here. You're going through every single one, and every single winner gets up to speak. You cannot have both ways. You cannot have E3 megaton announcements, trailers, ads, all that, and an award show. You just cannot do it. You just can't do it. You just cannot. And I feel like this year was really crazy because everyone cared that people were getting cut off and not being allowed to talk because this is one of the best years for video games ever. And we wanted to celebrate that, and it wasn't about celebrating it as much as it uh, as much as it was about what's coming out down the line, what's coming out next year. The ads, obviously, Keeley has to have the ads to support it. May, does he though? I don't know. 
I feel like at this point, you should just have your summer game fest be your E3, and that's where you have your Megaton announcements. And for the Game Awards, it actually is the Game Awards, and that's it. But they want to know, should there be more categories, though? Yeah, I, I think by making it 100% an awards show, Yeah, but which could. ones do you want to see? I mean, I guess more acting awards, like supporting would be cool. There's already so many, though. Think about how many there are already. Like, what more? I think you can cut a lot of the esports ones. Best esports coach, you could totally cut that shit. Yeah, but... Maybe you can keep best esports game, I guess. I think you can cut a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I mean... It is part, it is a huge part, like we don't cover it, but it also is a huge part of this industry, and the Game Awards should be about celebrating the industry as a whole, and that is a big slice. Yeah, but I think some of these other categories, like I think a, a best supporting actor is more important than a, than best esports coach. To most people, yeah, probably. I would say the vast majority. yeah. But I mean, I'm, I can't speak for like esports fans, but like, you know, it's about like, I mean, it got so bad, dude, with the esports coach. Like, someone, they, yeah. one of the guys wasn't even a coach for that year. Totally. It's like, when we get to that point, it's like, bro, you got to cut that. Yeah, shit. It, that's a great point. But it's also like, if this show pivoted to a 100% legitimate awards show and yeah. not an E3 type thing, then those inconsistencies and weird situations would hopefully be shored up. Sure. You know, if if that was the primary focus. Yeah, I can't I think I think the game awards is always going to be a hybrid. It's never going to be one or the other all the way. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Uh I mean, people do watch the show for announcements. A lot of people watch the show just for announcements. I think for awards like the industry, maybe people in the industry maybe care more about like dice awards, maybe or something like that. I have no idea. I know the game awards mm-hmm. is super important to a lot of people, but I think it's just always going to be in the middle. I do think Keeley, yeah, yeah, of course he's he's got stuff he can clean yeah. up and make better. So hopefully he will. I would just love it if it was like the Oscars. That's it. Think about that. Think about that vibe right now. Yeah, but listening. That's, that's like the other shows. A lot of the other ones. But you like you can have your E three. He has two shows now. Yeah. Summer Game Fest can be just that. Yeah. And then this can be like, like it would still be hype as shit. I mean, come on. You're mm-hmm. showing like, just like the Oscars does, you know, it shows a clip of the person's performance. Like it shows a yeah. clip of the movie. It shows yeah. some music yeah. like yeah. that is celebrating the year. And it is at the end of the year to celebrate. Yeah, I think, well, I think Keely can have it both, but he needs to cut some stuff. Like, he doesn't need Kojima to speak for, like, 10, 15 minutes on stage about, like, nothing, really, I guess. I don't know, you know, like, the teaser maybe was enough or just, like, a quick thing from him saying it, like, yeah, doesn't need the Muppet skits. I know he loves the Muppets. It is what it is. I think if he gave everyone talking about our ward at least another minute or a minute and a half, it would have been a lot better. Then that show is instead of it just being. I know. I think you just need to make it long. Make it long. Settle in. Yeah. If you want both, you gotta just make it long. If you want both, yeah, for sure. I wish he would. I wish he would split it up. Yeah. Dominic, what about categories for you? Is there any categories you would like to add? Yeah. uh, uh, Like trying to compare these side by side. I mean, they already have how many? Three, six, 
four, five. So six, many already. They have a lot. Yeah. There's twenty-four. So they have thirty-one current right now, whereas Dice lot. has six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Has more awards, I think, or as or close to the same amount of awards as Dice. But Dice, the thing is, yeah, I, I mean, the, the some of the awards do feel like they're. It, this show feels like it's trying to be too many things, so the, that's why they yeah. have some of the categories that you do. For example, like well, we have sports awards; they're not in the Oscars. They're in the ESPYs or some other person like thing has like for like for sports awards, so like esports team, esports coach. Even though it's video game, it's video game related. But like they're Oscars not about, is like, athletes, yeah, they're not about not like, like a movie. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. So same with like like television, like the the yeah. So I I think those awards don't have a place there if it's just gonna be an award show and you could cut them, but like. The thing is, the Game Awards is trying to juggle so many different things. Um, and I think, well, they keep tweaking it. it it's, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, I it, like you have people who, you have existing award shows. You have DICE. You have the GDC Awards, which are generally viewed as more, like, like more serious, I guess, yeah. is a way to phrase it. I mean, prestigious, like, the Game Awards are probably the highest profile because... You know, people like it has so many eyeballs. That's the thing. Like, there's money mm-hmm. behind this. It's like a marketing machine. It's like it's a huge mm-hmm. juggernaut, and it's like probably not going anywhere. But like in a perfect world, I know uh, I, I do think like the game award should just become something else, where it's just like a celebration of gaming, but also like big game announcements. Like you could have like the best esports, but I think like all the other categories, like they need to, like either just pick like a handful. And that's it and spend more time like let those have more time and you're not like you're not a like a big award show you're just like this big celebration show like celebrating like the end of a good year or whatever and leave all these categories to an actual award show but yes in terms of like awards i'd like so to maybe see, trim like, the I'd, categories that's an that's a in a in an imperfect world that's a pretty good alternative damiani honestly you cut a bunch I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how like what you do from here other than like you make minor tweaks here and there because it already was like so damn long. I'm like I, I don't know what you do. You can't have this thing mm, become yeah. like longer. Like adding more is just going to make the thing longer. You have to like subtract to add at this mm-hmm. point. So it's like and the and the uh, viewers are, I mean, what a hundred million people or something like watch yeah. this. Like he's not going to change the formula too much because at the end of the day it's working it's the announcements and it is working for sure and it is the announcements that yeah. people are tuning in for yeah it's you have like the genre like awards game fest. oh good go ahead you go the ahead. genre awards are kind of like already the same between all like almost all of these where i i think where i feel like there needs to like if you're going to change out some awards like getting more like craft awards because the award should be rewarding people who, you know, are, are making the games. And mm-hmm. while we do have like best like soundtrack, we have like best performance. Um, we have like we have like stuff like that. I'm look, just double checking. Uh, and we have the genre and then we have like the, the social impact ones like accessibility games, which are good awards to have. Mm-hmm. The the game awards are to me are very like like they're lacking in the craft awards for like example the dice awards have outstanding achievement in game direction so best game director best game design outstanding achievement in animation art direction 
achievement in character. I guess that would be like performance, original music composition, audio design, achievement in story, and then technical achievement. And that's stuff like that seems more analogous to like the Oscars when you have like all those like achievement in like sound design, sound editing. And then Mm -hmm. so I'd like to see maybe like some of like the. They have best sound design. Yeah, they have a lot of those. They have a lot of those. But like, what about like art direction, animation, best game director? They have in the Way Two, baby. Yeah. Uh, They have best game direction. They have best game direction. They have best art direction, but like they don't have like technical, and they don't have best director. No, they don't have best direction. They have best direction though. Yeah. Best okay direction. All right. I guess it's also part of it. The way some of these awards are worded, like I don't like them either. Like the like what is like best game direction? I mean, it says it on there, but I'd I don't know. Like I if I'm just like looking for something, I prefer like dice's format. It's like easier for me to understand. Um, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what to say. Like I I, I feel it's. Yeah, it's never going to be a pure award show and like no one's going to exactly. be happy from it from an awards standpoint. And so Ever. like I find this like futile to talk about yeah. like what categories. Well, no, I think you were right, no dude. You should cut the categories. categories at this point. Yeah. Exactly. You should cut yeah. them because in yeah, in a perfect world, it's like you have your summer game fest. You have summer game fest that you can load it up with days of announcements and world exclusives. You know, so many there. And then it should, I and I wish, you know, in my perfect world, it should just be about celebrating the year at the end. Sure. The Game All Awards. That is what it is called. Yeah. They should, honestly, I would tell them, like, split this into two. This should not be, you're doing too much in one thing. Two Make nights. this a multi-day thing. Two-night WrestleMania, ha- yeah. You have, you have the announcement show. Like whatever we call it, the Winter Game Fest or whatever announcement show, and then mm-hmm. do like whatever is most beneficial to do the awards first or after, whichever is going to get the most eyeballs to care. You do that. Yeah. You do the awards one night, and then you do the announcements the other. Yeah, and then during be- the day in between, like you have like the celebration. So like you can do like an event like celebrating esports, but it's not like really in either because like I don't feel like it really belongs in either of those types of events, but. He could expand it actually and do like more, you know. He could have like yep. a, like an on-site thing that like lasts a little bit longer, kind of like Summer Games Fest a little bit. Yeah. Yep. All right. This uh, next one's from Obisco. Hello, dear allies. First, thanks to all of you, especially Brad and Bed, for doing this show. It was always my favorite. To my question, I see a trend developing that is alarming for my OCD tendencies. Games getting new content patched in a long time after release. Just a short time ago, I read some of the best games like Cyberpunk got hangouts with romance partners and a metro system, and Baldur's Gate Patch 5 gets a new playable epilogue with extra dialogue and Alan Wake 2 New Game Plus with new ending. And while this is really awesome for the developers, or really awesome the developers do this, I am asking myself, when do I dive into those games? I'd rather wait for the content complete version than dive into it. While there are so many cool features being added that I miss, I also don't really mind replaying some remasters, or besides sometimes remasters, they don't mind replaying those. What do you think about this, and how are you approaching your games? Love and respect from Germany, and all the best of your future endeavors, Brad. So, when to hop into a game when 
they're constantly updating games so long after they come out. Like Cyberpunk getting updates three years later. Yeah. It all depends. I mean, Cyberpunk's obviously a weird situation. I waited for that shit to get patched. Right. Uh, But even I'm... You missed out on Phantom Liberty. Well, I'm going to play Phantom Liberty. I know, but it wasn't out when you played. Yeah, but that, like, DLC to me is different than patches. That's a whole nother... Apples and oranges, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I do miss out. On, I did miss out on the Metro system and the Romance romantic hangouts. hangouts. Yeah. So be it. But uh, even Jedi Survivor, I waited for the yeah for all that the all those stuff. technical. So if there's technical issues, I have no problem waiting. Um, but then you get into a situation now, like Final Fantasy 16, where it does feel like that DLC would be better. On, on a normal playthrough. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just case to case. I do too. It's hard to say, man, yeah, when to it, hop into a game. Because you never know what yeah. usually the extent of what a developer's going to do. Yeah, you, yeah. Like if the game's like broken or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh, then maybe just wait a little bit. But in yeah. terms of new content, it's like who knows when they're going to add stuff unless they like say explicitly like beforehand, like, hey, we're doing this and this later or something yeah. like that. Then I guess you can wait. But yeah. If you want to play the game, man, just play the game. Just play. Just play. Just play the game. Unless there's tech issues. Unless there's tech issues. Maybe wait it out. But yeah. What do you think, Damiani? Uh, I mean, I feel like, like, yeah, I, you know how I feel about, like, DLC coming out too long after a game comes out. Like, I just Mm -hmm. absolutely, like, don't like that. Yeah, you're done with it. Like, anything, like, over six months, like, like, the first part of a deal, like, some DLC plan needs to be out within six months of a game's release. And even I think, like, the six months is, like, on the long end. Hey, listeners, remember this. this, Clip this right now for when that Elden Ring DLC comes out. Clip this right now. (laughs) Oh, I still think that, like, uh, so I still think that's, like, too long. I would have preferred the DLC to already been out by now. But because Elden Ring has the pedigree that does, there's exceptions. Like, games that are so goddamn good, and you just want more of it, and you like, when's the next FromSoft? Like, when's the next, like, Souls-like game? And it's like, there isn't one. We, like, we we, we had... uh, Armored Core, which, you know, it's its own thing, but the Elden Ring DLC is probably coming out before the next of anything, like, a, like the, the, in the that they're working on. Yeah, their on. next major so, project. And, 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 like, they're, like, from what we under, like, we're looking at, they're making a big deal out of this, like, it could be, like, an expansion or something. So, like, that's different. Expansion's different. If it's, you're going to tell something is an yeah. expansion, that's fine. But then you need to be upfront and say something about that, in my opinion. Or when you know it's going to be expansion, be transparent about it. I'd prefer that. Mm-hmm. But like short DLC, like anything that's under ten hours, I would say, you know, especially the five and under types of DLC, you got to get that shit out like within like three to six months max. I don't understand how you could wait like over a year. And mm-hmm. you can if you like some of it can be broken up. Like start releasing things as soon as you can. And keep people interested in that game. Like you make it like a content roadmap. It's like, all right, we're gonna be supporting this game for a, a year with DLC. Three months after this, you're getting like this first thing. It could just be like quality of life adjustments, whatever. Just something to get people to dive back in. Throw in some new costumes. Like that's what 16 did. Like, oh, here's like new outfits for the characters. Like, got everyone to like log in for at least five minutes to play it for a second. And like, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably have something more substantial than that, but that's yeah. I feel like you got to do that because. This year, there's just so many games. I'm like, sorry, I'm like, with the exception of like, you know, I guess, I mean, 16s. No, I played Future Redeemed. I mean, I guess it's like comes a personal choice, but like, it's ver- the point is, it's still very hard, 
to jump into extra content when you have a loaded year like this. So you, you don't always have the luxury of like, there isn't that much coming out. So a year later, sure, we're just feeling like, I, I, my understanding is that like DLC used to come out to fill out like, you know, dead time. Like we don't have a major release coming out, you know, in this quarter. Let's put out D, like that's when the DLC for this game will come out. So like people are at least talking about one of our products in this quarter. We're making some money as a company. It was like the corporate, you know, the shareholders. That's like, you know, they wanted, <laughs> the, you know, where, where are we making more money? All right. Like this. Now it's like. Uh, yeah, I know it takes a long time to make, but some of these games, it's like people move on. I yeah, I, at least for me, I just sometimes like the I, I keep going back to it. Like the biggest one was Kingdom Hearts three. I just couldn't like they said it was gonna be a year later. I'm like sorry, uh, I'm I'm checked. Like I I got this. I played this done. game. I enjoyed it. I don't need Damn. this, but for a lot of people, they liked it. I, I get it. Yo, that, that, that's why it's a me thing. I, I get it. People have different opinions but it, it's really it's really on a case-by-case basis honestly like which ones matter to you and which impossible. don't yeah <laughs> yo remind so hard yeah it is holy shit it's tough as fuck cool hmm. all right boys oh wait hold on uh i'm gonna read this just because they say something at the very end here that you like okay all right this is from reptile scorpio hell yeah Howdy, allies. Frame track was perfect. Just a bunch of friends bantering about the fun times they were having with games. This was the podcast that converted me to the medium, and I've been hooked on YouTube ever since. I knew I was in for a fantastic day when Ben, Brad, and Huber were on together, typically for a much longer video than usual. <laughs> I was worried that when Ben left, the positive beacon for gaming discussion would be lost, but Brad did an amazing job keeping the cozy vibes while making it better with Sorted Out. Being a perfect little outlet for complaints while leaving the rest of the podcast for positivity. Thank you so much for the best of times. Also, I'm so glad to get the return of worlds or get to return the worlds of Final Fantasy 16 and God of War. The developers spent so much time and energy. It sucks to see them being one and done releases. Fantastic excuses for a replay. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the inevitable Alan Wake 2 stream that Hubert does. The final draft update is a fantastic idea that I'd love to see. In other games, what recent worlds would the allies like to revisit in the form of DLC or an update? I'm still annoyed we didn't get more DLC for Sekiro. Watch Dogs 2. Oh, dude, Watch Dogs 2 shout out. Yeah, that's why I read it. I saw Watch dude, Dogs 2 and I was like, all right, I have to read that from Mike. Truly one of Ubisoft's best video games. Yeah. Criminally underappreciated. Let's- Watch Dogs 2. Such a good game. That open world San Francisco. Yeah, you love so it. So good. Blood liked it. That cast is insanely good for a Ubisoft game, especially because like on its surface, like wrench and stuff, you're like, oh, who are these like standard Ubisoft characters? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. They have they have depth. They have layers. Marcus, one of their best protagonists ever. Yeah. So what uh what game would we like to see? Sekiro. No, recent game. Let's see. They Sekiro. Sekiro. It did get DLC, but it wasn't. I know it's not story DLC, yeah, but yeah, it's a, yeah. it's in a big boss cool. rush cool. mode. Was cool. Yeah. Some costumes. It was cool. Re- any recent worlds though? Any recent games were like, man, I wish I could go back for some new content. I'll just say, I, Tears of the Kingdom. I could have done with like one more dungeon. Yeah, I can go for one more. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh. This question, I mean, I, I don't know how recent. I don't remember when this game came out. Came on the last. It's okay two if years. it's like two years old. 
uh, like the ones that the ones that should be getting DLC, like what I just was arguing about, like I don't want to take forever. The, the games that should be getting DLC and it, like don't get DLC, like Mario Party, the Mario Party games, are like most recent mm. ones, like we're like yeah, waiting around forever, and they're like they're like all like those all the Mario sports games. They get like small little updates, and they don't get like the like those are the ones like. Y- that should be getting like wh- mm-hmm. why aren't they doing like cranking those out more like why aren't like they these games sell so well why aren't you just like writing those games a little bit longer nope it's like okay cool you know yeah all these you know things they could add into them they just it's sometimes nintendo yeah. they just don't do what you expect just nintendo i got yeah. one. Oh yeah go ahead well i think two, two i have three but two of them i feel like there's hope for dlc okay. one is blasphemous two okay i yeah. feel like there will be dlc for that for sure and spider-man two Yes, there's probably gonna like be DLC. Oh, yeah. But now it's been a while, and I don't think there's going to be any DLC. Dead Space. No, no, no there yeah. won't be. Dead That'd Space. be interesting, though, if it like led into Tomb yeah, somehow. Yeah, could have gone for like, maybe yeah, something Yeah, or there. prequel. Yeah. Some, I yeah. don't know. Just an excuse to go back on the Ishimura or somewhere else, yeah. even. Like, yeah, some prequel shit. Because like, wasn't Dead Space Extraction like canon yeah yeah they could have maybe done something with those people yeah I don't know, but yeah i think they're just going on to two but yeah, yeah i hear you yeah all right boys final question this is from bam 541 i've chose this again because there's a certain game in here that Huber. no hi allies i recently started playing gta 5 again <laughs> after not touching Woo! the base game at all since 2014 yep when i only had it on my ps3 it's been a blast the PS5 version is simply top notch. It is, but I have gained a new appreciation for the appreciation for the story. Hell yeah! Mostly, I'm going to send I, out a bitter tweet as soon as this this ends. So be ready for it. Okay, mostly yeah. <laughs> because I actually understand English much better now. I understood pretty much all the lingo in the writing so far, and there's lots of subtle meanings and details that I caught. My question is. Do you guys have any similar experiences where you're replaying an old of an your replay your replay through of an old game makes you appreciate it more because of a real life skill that you have learned since the last time you played it? Love and respect. Thanks for all. Thank you, Brad, for taking the mantle frame trap after Ben left. I wish you the best of luck, and I hope you can still hang out with the allies often. I will. I don't know if real life skill is difficult. That's for us. difficult. Yeah. That's difficult. Second language is a perfect example. That's a great one. But like, yeah, real yeah. life skill, no, but um, we'll just do like like replaying any. I love replaying games because yeah. I just see more. I appreciate more. It's all about perspective and mindset. Like mm-hmm. I adore replaying video games, but no real life skills to change it up really at all. Yeah, dude, I think honestly the same. Your answer is the same as his GTA Five. How much you're just like. Loving it and remembering, yeah. you said like how much more variety it is mm-hmm. that you remember. A lot more, yeah. And Red Dead Two, Red I Dead replayed yeah, last I year, and that was like truly the best replay of my entire life. And it went from like, yo, I love Red Dead Two; it's one of my favorite games ever made, to like, yo, Red Dead Two might be like, I, I, I kind of think it is like the best game ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Damiani? <laughs> Uh, Any replays you just like loved more or anything like that made you appreciate it more? No, I got one. If you need to think, I I, I can't think of any of them. And like basically, because like I, I don't know. Yeah, you got yeah, you got something. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna pick Skyward Sword. Mm. Now, there's things about Skyward Sword that I 
liked less when I replayed Tommy it. Tommy on, he's rolling his yeah, eyes if you're just listening. stuff I liked less in Skyward Sword this time around, but I really appreciated some elements like the dungeons a lot more. Some of the dungeons I thought were really sick. I mean, I'm still smiling. Still rolling the, his eyes. The ship with the time mechanic, Hell cooler yeah. than I remembered. Uh, the the temp the water one where you like go underground to hell. Dude, I remember the water temple being like, sick in Skyward Sword. More complex than I remembered. I was just like, yo, there's some good dungeons in this game, man. Mm. There's not tens all around. Some of them are just like yeah. whatever, but I just like a couple of them. I was like, yeah, yeah. Some of them were, but yes, I did notice some bad things mm. also more this time. How'd Gearhim hold up? I like Gearhim a lot as a villain. I think he's really cool. Hell I think yeah. he's one of the coolest villains in Zelda, actually. Hell yeah, Sam. There's not many, but I think he's cool. I like him a lot. Yeah. I would rather him being the main villain instead of Demise. Same. Damiani. <laughs> <laughs> holding his yeah, tongue. Holding his, hold his tongue. <laughs> Everyone has their opinions. It's all right. Yeah, everyone has their opinions. It's all right. My unpopular I replayed Skyward Sword when I came out in HD. It yeah. just made me dislike it more, but that's okay. Oh, it's all right. Did I have opposite, unpopular the opinions. Effect on me? <laughs> I have unpopular opinions about Majora's Mask, too. Like, the dungeons, I think, are not good. Hmm. I mean, I don't think they're the Majora's Mask dungeons are particularly better than any of the other 3D Zeldas. I would say I, I, I think worst. it's like... I think Damn. the strength is they they have the yeah they don't have that many the side quests um, and the story is the strength of that game. Yeah, it's the world moving in like like a, like on a on a yeah on a, that's like the a clock cycle like not quite real time but like you know it like feels like it's alive, which is kind of cool. Yeah, like lightning some, returns. That's right. Yeah, the boss fights were hmm, a little. <laughs> I like the bull in it. That one's fun. Yeah, I know you like oh, the, the bull. What about the yeah. fish one? What about the water fish oh, one? My God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There you go. Yeah, goat's cool. <laughs> goat's cool. Yeah, that's such a Huber fight. Uh, the negative, I guess, just because we're, uh, I'm thinking about it, is one that made me not appreciate as much as Final Fantasy 13 oh. uh, replay. Nah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a dragon. It's drag. It's dragging a little it's bit. It's dragging, bro. Crap, that game is not. A little bit yeah, of a drag. A drag. I yeah. think it was like that for all of us. We're just kind of like, oh, all right. Didn't age as much as we thought it did. You know, well, though. Uh, visually, least, it looks really good still. And though. at least. And the music's good. Whenever lightning is speaking, it's not dragging. Yeah, at it's least. All, all lightning ears. still holds up. You have my attention. As one of my absolute favorites. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Dumb Annie, I'll ask you one more time. Did you think of anything that you got a, more appreciation for replaying? Any like Souls games or any Zelda game? Any the Final is, Fantasy? I, I don't think I've like. I only played through Dark Souls once. Dark Souls three, I played okay. through with Huber. Like Sekiro, oh, yeah, I never about did your Resident Evil through. four replays. I mean, I like it. Just always holds up. Like it's just like a testament to that game. Every time we replay RE four, it just like holds up so well. Um, but like, I'm struggling to think of like any new like revelation when playing through. Like, oh god, I didn't re- like realize this through like 15 years of playing this game. I've definitely had moments mm. like that. I just can't think of a specific one where it's like, whoa, dude, I didn't realize this after this long. And like, you know, wish I could just like recall that and like share that. But like, that's something is coming to mind. Um, maybe like no replaying uh, a more story intensive game like a second time through because you know what happens. Like kind of like when you watch like a a Christopher like watching Tenet, you gotta like watch it the second time to like fully grasp yes, everything. Dude. Some video like Red games, Dead Two, you have like to play that. it again. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe you no. Know, uh, actually, 
it's not popping on my memory, but I would say this is probably how it happened. When I replayed like Metal Gear Solid 2 for the original HD collection mm. on PS3, mm. I bet that ending wasn't as like insanely ridiculous because I just remember everyone like <laughs> shitting on that ending when it came out back in the day. And it's like, oh, yeah, when I played through it, I, game trailers like, oh, yeah, it's still I mean, we get it. It's over like it's it's Kojima. This is like Kojima started being Kojima in this game or became known for this after this game. But the ending isn't too ridiculous anymore. You know, it's actually mm-hmm. like I, I kind of get it, you know. Sure. Cool, man. That's going to do it. This was... That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap on Frame Trap. We are... We're fucking breaking out of the Frame Trap, dude. After 200 episodes, we're fucking out of that Frame Trap, dude. Now we're going to Daigo Perry back. All those Chun-Li kicks, we're out of there, dude. We are free. A patch came out. We're free from the Frame Trap. Yeah, we patched. They patched it. We're (laughs) free from the Frame Trap. They buffed us. The demons are gone in hell. All is well in the world. Michael and Michael, thank you for joining me both on many episodes. Thank you, sir. Thanks for supporting the show and being on. I needed you boys a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching over all the years. We appreciate it all the way from the beginning to all the way now. We It was an honor to be on the show for you guys and talk games with you. So thank you so much for all of that. We are Easy Allies. Check us on patreon.com slash easy allies. If you don't know, a lot of the game talk still going to be happening. We'll be talking about it on the main podcast, though. So yes. fear not, the game talk will live on. Yes. Thank you so much, everyone. Until then, see you, Space Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs>